Hello, I clicked the wrong bloody button, didn't I? There we go. Well done. It's every every podcast goes wrong right at the beginning. I always click the wrong shit. Blame Bandit. It's fine. How is that my fault? Um, because you're the common denominator, and every time I have to do these things. So every time I start a podcast or D&D where it's like this and I have to go straight off the bat, I can blame Bandit because Bandit's there for fucking all of it. So. My apologies for being consistent. (laughs) Welcome, guys. As you can see, this week we do not have the semi-famous TikToker Sammy Dodger Minds um, because of personal reasons. I'm not going to tell you why it's not my place, but to be fair, you know, what's up, Sammy? This week, as always, we have the uh, bandit. Hello. <laughs> and I'll... okay, carry on. I'll let you talk. I was going to say, I love how exasper- gradually more exasperated you get when you talk about me. <laughs> exactly. And this week for our guests, we have. I, I got to try and point on the screen because I I fucked up the where everyone is, but Kato. Who oh. is not there on Discord, and because Emmy's over here, but she's like down there on and and Emmy, who is, who has actually put effort in by wearing cosplay that we can't see. What do you mean? This isn't cosplay, Barley. This is what I look like. Oh, sorry. This is real life. Yeah. Yeah. But welcome, guys. I thought you know we'd we'd start. I've got KDA playing in the background, so it really works. Good choice, good choice. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, to be fair with what we're talking about, it has to be done. Um, but guys, this week we're talking about League of Legends, bit of mental health stuff. So we've got stuff that other people are good at talking about. Uh, me, I could say I'm good at talking about mental health now because I did like a 30 fucking tweeted thread the other day. Took me the entirety the of my time. You read the entire thing? I didn't even <laughs> proofread the entire thing. So like, that's that's the kind of shit we're living with. Shit. Okay. Huh? What? Nothing. I gave up on putting what part it was at the end because I kept getting it wrong and then like deleting it to retype it with the correct one in. But this, as everyone knows, as always, this gets recorded for YouTube and Spotify. So alerts are basically just they don't exist. Um... On, over on Twitch, and I m- will ask the chat for some questions, but that might just about be it. Um, I do love all of you guys, um, but at the same time, you know, fuck all of you. Because um, clout and, and YouTube. Um, that does mean that we're allowed to be as, as opinionated as we want, uh, because somehow the, the roast didn't get me cancelled. So we'll find something that does. Um, well, that wasn't even the roast. As I said before, it was the roast of Conzo, so it's all good. Uh, Emmy, I don't know if you actually saw it in the end. But, I didn't. Um, I'm so sorry. No, uh, I called Conzo out and said as much as he is the one that promotes feminism and that, that's all because behind closed doors he's Andrew Tate. Oh, my God. As you can tell, Konzo did not take that well. But then, oh, so that didn't go down well, But I then Kai and Chance joined the call and agreed. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I've had a few run-ins with Konzo myself. And um, is there any way you can, like, blur my face out? Because I, I don't, I, I don't want to deal with the repercussions. Um, his Bugatti is orange, just as an FYI. 
Um, but yeah, so if we can't get cancelled from that, we can't get cancelled is the logic I'm going with. Um, but yes, today we are talking about some... Let's be honest, I feel like it's really sad saying this is like putting Mental Health and League of Legends in the same thing. But during COVID, they both got me through. Um, well, one helped the other. Um, by that, I mean mental health being shit pushed me to League of Legends. Um, and then Arcane came out and made everything better. Yeah. The golden era. Emmy Emmy just came. That that, that was like, that was like, oh yes, League. Arcane. Mm." You can use that clip for your OnlyFans. (laughs) Broke by Barlow. Patent pending. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh my lord. (laughs) But League, I'm, I'm, I'm with people, like Kato now streams it very regularly. Every time I go on Discord under Emmy's name, it says playing League of Legends. I've been called out, yeah. Yeah. It's my it's my comfort game. You avoid that by not letting Discord show the people what you're playing and then people don't know what you're playing way too much. Yeah, I, but can we also go back to sorry, did someone just say League of Legends is my comfort game? That was me. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, We'll move on to that later. Oh, do you want to move on to it now? Well, I just want to know how, like, because League, I quit. I used to play League when it first came out. And unlike Bandit, I had a life in between that. Um, Mm. Because Bandit just carried on playing. And then I decided (laughs) to get a job. Um, And League, when it first came out, it was great. It was unlike anything we'd ever seen. Unless you played Smite, then it's exactly the same as what you'd already seen. Right. But Smite was shit. Um, but it was so toxic. Like, and then I just quit, and then Arcane came out, and I started playing again because these nice people started playing it. And then I realised that League is still toxic, and I suck at it. So I played TFT instead, and that was my comfort game, even though it stressed me out more than FIFA. So there's a little golden rule to when I play League: if it's sucking, go next. If people are flaming you, tell them it's marvelous behavior. And if you're doing bad, just remember there is such thing as a comp diff. Now, don't get me wrong. I have games where I'm like, I entered then. I'm doing really bad. I haven't put my fingers on today. But I know how to play a champ and I know how to play a champ well. And therefore, if I'm going against someone else, then it's a skill difference. If that person is playing a counterpick champ or even a champ that isn't counterpick but is beating me, then they're just better than me. And sometimes having that like inner zen to go, I need to be better, really fucking helps. And it's what I tell people. I say to them, don't get tilted, just get better. <laughs> and that's why it's my comfort game <laughs> because I, I hang out with a lot of get so. Good. Your non toxic way of doing this is basically get good scrub. Literally, but I say it to myself because who else is... Oh, God, I sound like fucking... Who else is going to listen to me? Apart from me. I can only like it, you know? So you're missing <laughs> but, the cigar and the glasses. I mean, I can I can figure it out. But um, basically, I use League as a comfort game because a lot of the cosplay group that we've recently formed and actually a lot of my online friends, that's like our little place where we hang out. So we actually have conversations and talk whilst we're playing League. And it's the reason why we don't do a lot of ranked games. Like We'll literally just do draft pick or we'll do ARAMs is so that we can literally enjoy the game because then there's no repercussion. We will do ranked games and then we'll be like fully serious. But if you're just playing like ARAMs and draft, there's no, like, even if you lose a game, say what, go next? 
Like, there's too many other things in the world to be worrying about than being bad at a game, and if not, just get good. That's one of the things that I I was talking. I was talking to my mate about this the other day, actually, and he was um he was saying how he was talking to like other people about what they talk about while they're playing League, mm. and they were just saying, oh, they talk all they talk about is in game ranked or otherwise, and it's like. I don't. I, I've played League for a long, long time, and I granted I openly admit I used to get seriously tilted at it. Now I'm really not that phased. I'll, obviously, I'll be annoyed at stuff that's going on, but I just won't bother. Yeah. Like, getting angry gamer rage. But um, me and my friends, when we play League, we just talk about like other random shit. Like, yeah. We'll 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 say um, I don't know. We'll be talking about some music that we like or whatever, and then we'll say, oh, they've left lane. SS, by the way, whatever. Back when you had to type SS, um, back in the back in the days. I, I I think I joined after the SS days. But yeah, it's oh, like <laughs> I'll literally be telling people like a recipe for a dinner that I'm cooking. So I'll be like, oh, I'm having this for dinner, and then like I'll top by and I'll be like, oh, oh, that sounds really good. What is it? And then I'll literally explain to them the recipe, and I'll be like, yeah, I'll message it to you later. Oh, anyway, yeah, by the way, bot's missing. <laughs> yeah, BLB. Cato. <laughs> Hearing this uh, this get good mentality, and after watching you play it, do you ever I intend? Like to, do you ever tend <laughs> to, intend to get good? Okay, so I play. If anyone's watched my stream, you know I play a lot with a guy called Alex, who is not brilliant at league, but better than I am, and also knows way more than I do. And every single time we play off stream, he does actually sit and give me pointers, like the entire time, mm. and he's been like. We should do one where I just watch what you're doing and tell you what you're doing wrong. But I'm fully aware I'm shit. I don't... And it's my mentality with all video games. I don't play video games to be good at video games. I play video games to hang out with my friends. Yeah. That's the right, that's the right like, mentality. Very few of my friends live in the town that I live in. It's like Bandit and Holly. So, like, in order to talk to my friends, I have to come on Discord and then just sitting on discord can be a bit awkward and you get sort of like sucked into what you're doing yeah so then you play a video game we're all doing the same thing but we're talking about like oh how's your day been you know ah well i went to work and some bitch shit in the toilets and didn't flush it actual conversation that's had during week bot's missing see (laughs) (laughs) see i because i i played a bit of league recently with my mate who because of how bad I was, decided that he was going to make a, a backup account that was solely for playing main league with me. Because I was that bad, he didn't want it affecting his stats. And I've played many, many games over my years, and I've never been the player that has, ha- has been that shit that someone has had to make a fake account just to play with me. Because they didn't want it coming up on their like match history. <laughs> so they've made, it, they've made just, a Smurf account. I made a Smurf account just so that my friends can have a more enjoyable experience. Oh. Because if they're new to the game, why would they want to be going against other level two hundreds when they could be going? Oh, I see, could be playing with the same level as them. I'm a cocky asshole. I will be level one, and I know I will, I know I suck, but I will still challenge the level one hundreds. Um, so, which is that- he had to force me into a position where I couldn't do that. That's actually how I learned to play League. I was baptized by fire. I leveled yeah. up to a point where I could get oh, Flash yeah. and some other spells, and then my boyfriend and his friends were like, "Okay, let's go play some Arams." Me forgetting that they're all like level 100 plus at that point, 
and I was like, oh yeah, this will be fine. So then when I actually went into solo games by myself, I was like, why is this so easy? And I realized it's because I wasn't going against people that were literally sweating the game. It was um, when I first started League back in the day, <laughs> um, back when I was 15. That was how long ago that was. Um, so it was my best friend and a group of friends that we all had. They all started playing League and I got asked if I'd play with them. Like, So I made an account and by the point, these were all like level 25. So they're all well on the way to getting ranked levels. Because mm. <laughs> this is talking like you can't just do that in like two days now. You had to grind at this for like months to get. Um, and so by the time I finally hit 30, season one had just finished. So I didn't even get a chance to play ranked, but I was still really bad up until about mid-season two when I hit my prime. And I've been bad ever since. Oh no. <laughs> I've I've been good at whatever champion I'm playing, just everything else, not so much. Yeah. Who is your favourite champ? Like, who is your comfort champ, by any chance? Like, and one who you've played from the beginning because their nerfs and buffs hasn't been too different. Um. So, the champ I've played the longest that's still in my main rotation is Lucian. Okay. I played him on release. I was mm. one of the few people who played him on release because everyone thought he was terrible, and I said, nah, he's bust. I got my first ever pentakill on Lucian. My first ranked pentakill was on Lucian. Mm. And um, I have played him since his release, and, like, continuously, and he's one of my highest mastery champions now. He's not my highest, but he's one of. But, like, my favourite champion depends on a lot of different things. Like, a champ I play the most currently is Swain. Oh, like, Swain. And I played Swain. So broken, I love him. Well, I played Swain pre-rework as well. Ooh, okay. I, um, I've always liked him. My favourite champ in terms of lore, right now, is Silas. Yeah, I, 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 I absolutely so. Love, I love Silas. Um, Fiddlesticks is my eternal favourite champion because scary stuff. And scary mm -hmm. stuff is wicked cool. But, Even his like birthday party skin is terrifying. Uh, surprise, <laughs> the surprise party fiddlesticks is uh, yeah. But um, league is more than like league is a comfort game for me as well. I don't play it as much now because like the main group of people I game with don't play it that much now. Oh. We all we all sort of play Valorant, and um, yeah, I've said that I'm never spending money on Valorant because I've already put so much money into League and Legends of Runeterra. That's what I've said, but I think I'm going to end up putting money into Valorant because I actually enjoy it. I'm not very good at shooters, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get good. I was good at college. I was good at college. I'm not good at Valorant, <laughs> but, um, or as I like to call it, CS Overwatch. But um, the entire thing about League is it's a game that you can just sort of like keep on coming back to, mm. and it's it's inspired a lot of people. It's in, it's inspired a lot of what I do. Like, in terms of what I want to create has been inspired by the worlds that League has created. Yeah. And I can't wait for the Riot MMO. I can't wait for that. And I can't wait to Project L because I get to play a Riot game actually competitively because I was I played fighting games competitively when I was uh, when I was younger. And I get to do that again. Yeah. I feel like League is just such an inspirational game. Like, not only because of the lore, the characters, the gameplay, everything like that, but also just looking at Riot as a whole. Granted, they've had their issues. Granted... You know, it hasn't always been the best workplace, as we've heard of like horror stories coming out on Twitter and stuff. Mm. But when you think about how small of a 
company like when you have a look at the old riot images like the old splash arts and you think oh god that's like you know like their old images are kind of like what smite has now like i still feel like smite and the company i can't remember what the company is like, uh, they're high, still... high res they're the devs yeah because they made um the overwatch uh paladins as well didn't like this dupe of yeah. overwatch but when you look at how small riot was and how far it's come now to the point where there's riot music like they're making films on netflix like how far like and how well it's done like it's just inspirational because i'm sure there's so many small game companies that look at riot and go that could be us one day I feel like, um, I said this to a bunch of my friends years ago, so this is before Arcane was announced, this was just at the peak of Legends of Runeterra coming out, like Valorant wasn't really a thing, but it was in the works, and it was, um, we were saying that Riot should go and do music more mm. than games, because they're better at it, and then I said this again to the same people, you know, Raid Shadow Legends, instead of making games, they should make animated movies, because their adverts are so much fucking better yep. than their games are, the CG in their adverts is actually really damn good. It's actually interesting and funny as well. Sometimes Why? when I see the ads, I'm like, is that an ad for like an actual like cinematic video game, not just like a mobile game? It's a, no, it's Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> not sponsored. God, no. God, no. If I get another email about a Raid Shadow Legends sponsored stream, I'm going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> not, for lack of, not for lack of trying on I that. Don't know, part, no, I don't not. know how many times I have to flame them on stream to stop getting like, emails about it. Trying to bark at them. I don't yes, think please. they care. No, I don't think they they're, care either. They're gonna continue. See, to be fair, this is completely off League of Legends. But like, can it, this is my thing. If if Raid ever listen to this, mobile games, your adverts look good. Make the game you're advertising, please, and we might play them. It's as simple as there that. Two ways that mobile games advertise themselves: they either get the best marketing company on the planet to make like this wonderful advert that looks nothing like the game or they get someone to play the game so shittily in order to not feel awful you have to download the game and play at least one level not crap i look at i look at those and it, to playing the and game. i get so damn annoyed it's like well why are you do, why are you doing this wrong and i know it's marketing and i never play the games regardless but it's like i was like oh the one thing i never understood is when they have those ones where like there's someone who just sat playing the game on the phone mind the business and someone's decided to come and assault them with a giant chair from nowhere and then they're like oh they're playing this game what is this and it's like that's how I decide which mobile games I'm going to play. I'm going to assault a stranger and then see the playing fucking Angry Birds and think, ah, oh, actually, I might get that a try. That'll calm me down. I think, from what I remember, I don't think I've ever actually seen like a League of Legends advertisement on TV. I genuinely don't think I've ever seen one. I've seen, once. I've seen one once or twice, um, and it was when they were doing the big rebrand for League. It, it was like 2017, I think. Whether we're redoing just, everything. I remember seeing it on Cartoon Network back in the day, and I remember Lux was in it. The like most of their advertisements, uh, League, they were just like uh, I don't want to say like pop up ads, but like static ads on the side mm -hmm. of things. Where and at the, I think at this point in their time, Riot don't really need to advertise unless they bring unless like they're advertising another product. Well, that's, I think no, like, I think, League. but I think in general, Riot don't need to. Like everyone knows that Riot will release a game, it will be free and it will be playable. It will just be very toxic when it comes out. Yeah, that is, like Riot is the the proof 
that like no matter how good your game is you're always going to have the worst fans because like if i don't think riot have a game that's not toxic rune terror is not toxic actually in fairness it's because no one plays it it it's insanely popular it's just the people aren't generally toxic it's because they're like 12 <laughs> He's gonna find know, random excuses. Toxic, toxic ass twelve-year-olds. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say I've I've had twelve-year-old. Oh, yeah. How and it, so this is for for Kato and Emmy more than anything. With speaking of the toxicity of league, do you guys ever get anything for being female league players? Because like uh, MZ, like constantly, like has has like had shit on there for like as soon as they've realised that they're playing a female who's beating them. Yeah, see, I never beat anyone, so... That's true. That's just... yeah. Like, I've noticed as well, I get misgendered a lot, and not because people assume I'm female, but because people assume I'm male, despite the fact that I pretty much only ever play female characters on League. I think... I, think... I am prone to aesthetics yeah. and female characters Because I think, for you, mm-hmm. obviously, you, um, your pronouns are they, stroke them. Like... It's got to be a weird one from that because I feel like people see a picture of you, assume female, but then yeah. see, yeah, you've said, oh, yeah, you I play a lot of female characters. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've actually chosen to play a male character. But I don't know how that has people thinking that you must be male then. Because, like, what's the. Make an assumption. They don't actually look at me, the character I'm playing, or, like, my name. They just go. Well, you're playing League, you must be a guy. I'm annoyed at you. He's feeding. Because I, like, I don't know why, and this might just That's be me being... A... This might just be me stereotyping, you know, the gender of cats and dogs. But, like, when I see... If I... When I see Kato, I would assume female. Like, I don't know. Don't ask. Well, I, I feel like... I feel like there's going to be a guy out there called Kato now that's going to hate me for it. I, I when don't... you assume it of my friend whose like online name is has like kitty in it people assume that he's female and fucking simp over him he's got a shit ton of skins on various games because of it mm. but like pretty, pretty sweet deal. somehow people look at cattle and don't think the same thing or maybe yeah. i'm just so shit i can't possibly be female <laughs> maybe that's the new mindset like yeah, so how i'm hyper carried by someone what is this like yeah. What about you, Amy? Have you ever... So, I weirdly, I find that I only tend to get abuse from either my own team or the enemy team if I try to be polite. Like, I was playing against a Kaiser um, in a bot lane the other day, and our bot lane was losing, but then we ended up turning it, and it was towards the end of the game. Like, we were at the in here. We were basically, like, one wave away from completely decimating them and i put in the chat i was like hey kaiser gg um it was a really tough matchup early game thank you for such a good game like i was being genuine and then they were like what do you mean and i was like well i'm just saying you know gg it was really enjoyable then came like a torrent of abuse basically being like kys all that kind of stuff um and they didn't say anything after that but i've had similar incidents where i've been like oh you know gg it was really tough and then they've added me afterwards and i've expected like oh yeah ggs whatever like we should play sometime it was fun and instead i've been met with um grape um threats which i just report and move on block and move on whatever i've had like all sorts i've been like oh i hope that your dad 
you all that kind of stuff and i'm like oh my god and i just say to them bro it's a game get muted gg easy but <laughs> it's it's really weird but then on the counter side i've had people immediately like as soon as anyone starts being toxic including like their own team and my team like i've had them flock straight away being like no cut that shit out and i've assumed they've been primarily male because nine times out of ten if there's another girl in the game they'll make it be known because they're immediately like oh my god another girl and they get really excited to talk to you and you end up like flirting with each other even though you're in the opposite team like i was flirting with um i think it was a on my same team it was a shivana i was flirting with her straight away like it was all just jokes you know what i mean like we immediately just like oh my god but you know i've had people flock to be like that's not okay cut that shit out otherwise we'll report you i've had people like when i've been playing samira like i haven't even been doing well but i've just got a bunch of kills or a penta and they're like oh my god marry me and i'm like yeah okay sure thing like you know it, it can be an incredibly wholesome experience but when it gets incredibly toxic to a point where they're like threatening sexual assault or killing you, I'm just like, okay, whatever, block and move on. I, I, there's there's a comment I could make, but I'm not going to make it on stream. Um, I really want to make it, but I'm not going to. Uh, I will DM you. Um, yeah, no problem. I think you know what I'm going to say. Um, Is it about give? Because <laughs> if it's a comment about giving no, them. No, 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 no. A brother, okay, because that's God, my go-to no. reaction <laughs> when I say to people, if somebody says something like that, I'm just gonna go, you know, I'm gonna go find your dad, I'm gonna have intercourse with him, I'm gonna come off my birth control, and I'm gonna give him a son that actually loves him. No, I was gonna say I, like I didn't realize Team Blackout played um, League, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um... <laughs> soon, Jesus. It's funny. Like... It's funny. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I, would, I would like to. I endorse it. Says too soon though, but like, it, it's never not been in the interests of this podcast. Not shit on every company that like hey. looks at us funny sideways. <laughs> and other than that, it's going on YouTube in two days. So by then, it's been a week. So, <laughs> so like... I have no sympathy for Blackout Gaming when their response to getting called out was, "This is really stupid" because nobody knows who it is that did it, and it's like, yeah, because. Nobody in the midst of getting assaulted or having racial abuse thrown at them is going to go, sorry, mate, what's your name? Also, like... because, also because nobody knows who they are. Um... <laughs> exactly, the fucking nobody. Like, I've got more followers than them. Like, come on. I have... And that says a lot, doesn't it? And that says a lot because I haven't got many. <laughs> so it did make me laugh because someone was like, has Amy got more followers than you? I was like, fuck off. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm using your giving me some that clout don't, yeah don't worry when it goes on when it goes on to youtube we'll have your we'll have your url in there yeah you know the worst thing is that i have to listen back to this entire conversation because i'm editing this <laughs> do you want me to do, give some more of that i'd rather not thanks <laughs> i can lick your mic no there's not there's... <laughs> um with no, sorry go ahead with Right, obviously, we've, we've spoken about the, the toxicity of League, of which it's still very much in the top five games for. Is there any moments in like in chats where you've genuinely, other than like people defending you, where you've where you've genuinely had moments of like this is actually a banging community, like yeah. because usually yeah. I'm going to be honest, the games that I've played, and it might just be because of how shit I am. I've never not seen. I've never had that much negativity, but it's usually like GG disconnected, and that's it. That's the best I get. And then I'm just like, oh, that was that was that was polite. Like from my own person, obviously my experience is different. The 
to everyone's just because of the sheer amount of time I've been playing the game. But the toxicity in League is oh, so much better than it used to be. Yeah, like for sure. it's it's it was a lot worse back like in the early days. It was seriously bad. So thanks for piping in, Kai. Your opinion is noted. Um, it was seriously bad back then. Um, where especially when EU West as a server had a lot of problems, where it would just go down constantly. So this is season two, season three, where everyone was abusive and horrible. Nowadays, I. On my personal experience nowadays, it's very rare I find someone who is genuinely toxic. Fuck off, you weren't asked. Like, I, I can't help cars being outside and getting annoyed. Um, but the, um, it's most of the time I find people who are just like indifferent. So they'll just say call outs or they'll say well done or whatever. Or I'll find people who are genuinely nice. Like I've met some really nice people on League and when you get a game that is full of just people who are nice and want to have fun it is really good mm. and it feels great because it's like that because you, you can all just have fun and have a laugh and smile and then you'll get one shithead in the game who everyone wants to dogpile on i had one earlier like that so i'm a big fan of introducing that warm and welcome space so I, at the beginning of every game i'll all chat good luck have fun and you can normally pinpoint who the ones are and if i make a mistake like say for example forget to ping the bot's missing and our mid laner gets ganked i'm immediately like i'm so sorry that's my bad i won't do that again and you normally can gauge the reaction from that and then when we were in all chat back and forth like i jokingly said to pike you terrify me i'm going w first on samira i ain't fucking with that and he found it funny and he kind of just kept on going up to me and was like oh oh like you could tell he was trying to wind me up and i was like you can cut that out and the kaiser even though we were collapsing on her a lot was like you know gg that was really good we were all being really friendly and the only person to be toxic was their top lane shoko when he went in all chat top diff might as well ff as in like he was saying it to his team and he was just flaming his whole team because he wasn't getting assisted and it's because like their jungler wasn't really doing a lot in terms of top laning but you know it was like we all ended up just turning against this poor shako in the terms of like cheer up like don't worry about it and we were kind of like joking with him and we were like yeah we should back off now because obviously that is toxic in itself but you know we're all having a good time someone's clearly having a bad time it's remembering that even though it's really easy to get into that bully mentality of like oh you're a dick to then be like no you know what we'll be like you know what don't worry about it shako go next don't worry about it um except when he didn't he then proceeded to use slurs but well, what can you do? What can you do with toxic people? Just try and introduce a space of positivity. Try and introduce that whole like, hey, everyone have a really good game. Oh, you know what, Kaiser? You just absolutely ruined my ass right there. Good on you. Like, you know, it's stuff like that. Like, if you get if they get a kill, give them a GG. Be like, oh, good one. Like, Link and, and it introduces it. Uh, it's ruined um... my house. Nice. Hey, Jen, Jen was almost here today. So that would have been amazing if that came out of Jen's mouth. <laughs> what was that? Ruin my ass. <laughs> no, fucking Livy Um Kato, have you have you had it where where you've played shit and people haven't been mean about it? I've only had one experience where it hasn't been the entire thing be mean. Uh either I'm playing shit and like just no one says anything, or it's constant <laughs> like, you know, support death, support's playing shit, what you doing. The only time someone wasn't mean was someone quite I can't remember what it did, but the uh, ADC questioned it and I just went yeah I'm bad and they went yeah right no problem 
That was <laughs> literally. Interactive. Ah. And I just got away with being bad for the game. My favorite. So like. So my favorite was the last time I played proper league. It was me and my mate playing. I had a lot of wine, and I literally put in the chat. I was like, "Sorry guys, I'm awful." And the funny thing was, is my because I was on bot and we were the only ones actually advancing. And then the person that was jungling went, "Yeah, person up top, shit. I wouldn't worry." And like, they genuinely, everyone else started bitching about the person that was top. And even I got to that point of wine drunk where I fucking joined, and uh, the person at the top then disconnected. Um, I know. To be fair, uh, we'd lost, and it was his fault. So he deserved a disconnect. Uh, <laughs> not to be toxic or anything. Um, would those of you that have been playing for a while? Would you say um, the potentially the biggest impact on putting a positive swing on league was Arcane? No, uh, no. I think it certainly I don't helped. Remember playing before Arcane. But it wasn't long after Arcane came out that I went, okay, I'm no longer playing this game. But also my experience of playing before Arcane came out was with two really, really toxic people. Mm. So uh, I think mine's kind of skewed. Um, I think Arcane helped. Because I think Arcane gave League the boost it needed. Because when I saw, like, because I was, like, scanning through Twitter and I wrote... Um, some stuff about Arcane. Um, one of the rioters, like one of the higher ups in Riot, had said, "When people, um, when people see Arcane and come to play League of Legends or Legends of Runeterra or TFT or Wild Rift, mm. um, welcome them with open arms because these are the com- these are the new people who are going to make the community even better than what it is." And I I do think it's helped, but I think when when League sort of did a real proper overhaul of the punishment system a few years ago, that's when it really picked up and started getting better. For in terms of like community health. I found that there was definitely a shift in the community, though after people joined from Arcane. Because I found that there was a difference between so one of the biggest things I say to people when you start playing League is I go to them, are you sure? because it's not a casual game. Yes, you can have casual games in League, you know, where you do, um, you know, like Spellbook, ARAM, but it's not one of them, like, it's not like one of them games like Fortnite, where you load up, you go in, oh, I'm dead, okay, next game. It's it's a little bit more. So you can play League casually, but it's still worlds different from the usual games that are out there. And I think a lot of people were shocked when they came in and played, you know, they were like, oh, I'm going to pick Jinx, like, from Arcane, because I experienced so many games where when I was on my Smurf account specifically, where people were coming in and you'd call bot lane, but then someone would come as Jinx and then they would walk down bot lane and then they would go up mid and they'd be constantly dying, walking in front of turrets and stuff because they didn't know how to play the game. And then you were still experiencing that in A rounds where you'd have someone as a Jinx or a Vi and they would just walk down the middle of the lane and get killed. And it's obviously as people, you know, still want to log on and enjoy League, it did kind of create this really annoying time where people were just coming onto the game and not knowing what they were doing. And that's fine because everyone needs to learn. That's okay. But it's really but frustrating for the people that have been here. People all at once. Yes. It's like when it you... Like you have the majority of your team don't know how to yeah. play rather than, oh, we've got one new person here. We'll sort of like protect we'll carry them. Yeah. Yeah. Have any of you got any experiences in your hometowns where you get 
foreign exchange students come a couple of times a year yeah, yeah, yeah. because um, it's like that you you go into town you're like okay i just need to go to the bank and i need to go to the post office except there are people with all these bright yellow t-shirts bright yellow scarves and they're having the best time of their lives they're like whoa, whoa and you're looking at them going yeah you enjoy yourself until it comes to say when you queue up at the bank and you have a random 15 year old proper shove out the way you get the gobshites that come in and they're all like to you and it's like I'm just trying to live my life. I'm just trying to do my daily thing. And these people are just coming in and just swarms the place. <laughs> like, I, think, I find it when college starts, September. I dread and it. I dread it. The kids that have come from secondary school that are now suddenly allowed to be outside at lunchtime. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I am trying to get my lunch because I have an hour before I need to be back at work and I'm trying to relax in the middle of my day. Yep. Will you fuck off and let me get a subway? I'll say, this is gonna be, Size and work it's going to be me when I go to like society's fair when I'm doing my masters. And you've got all these freshers running around. I'm like, guys, can you just fuck off? I'm only here for the free dominoes. Come on. If you uh, don't want to talk to them, just, just do this. Oh, no, I need to because there's an eSports. I need to talk. There's an eSports team there. Uh, oh. But like... <laughs> When I was in uni, my uh, my first like proper friendship group in uni was formed because we like we were all freshers there, but we just didn't like the whole going out and getting pissed thing. So we'd always just like sit in one of our like in the the guy who had the biggest flat out of all of us. We just sit in his and play games. So and that was our first friendship group. With and it's funny that you mention uh, Aram Emmy because I've always found Aram is the fucking easiest game mode. Like, it should not be hard. It genuinely, like, yeah, you could have a team that's better than the other, but it shouldn't be difficult, if that makes sense. And every time, and I've only ever played A-Round with MZ, and it's the thing that gets on her tits more than anything in the world, it's the fact that no one knows how to fucking tank anymore. Like, everyone's just like, oh, I'm a tank, but you guys go in front of me. I'm just going to stay yep. here and watch. And she was like, Barlow, I love you getting tanked because, yes, you die a lot, but at least you tank. Like, she was like, you charge in. You know what your job is, and you do it. Everyone else is like, oh, I'm going to dip my toe in. and then, No, no, no. And you've got supports that yeah. are like, great, we have to do all of the work now because our tank is back there for some reason getting its nails done. Literally, so every tank in A-Round does a zero three and whatever power spike. You you die three times, and then after that, you just start going up and up and up. I always say to people, if I'm playing a tank, I'll die three times, and then what? Like if I if I'm Sedwani, I'm literally about to be like, I'm about to tear these guys a new one. Like, don't worry about it. Like, you, I will be in there. Like, I'll ping. You guys follow, and it really bugs me as well when like I, I'm playing like someone squishy, and I'll have like a Garen just sat behind me. And I'm like, the fuck are you doing? Get <laughs> what are Get you over doing? Here? You're supposed to be there. But it's like, it's like... It, I saw one, and this guy was like in the chat going, "Guys, we're gonna play," and he was the tank. We were like, "Guys, we're gonna play this tactical. We've got to play this tactical." It's one lane. It's all versus all tactics. It's Go away! Just hit each other. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not here to die. Yeah, I'm not here playing some like. Some level of like armor three military simulator playing ARAM. I'm gonna cr- like, I'm just like, TFT is where my tactics stay, they will stay over there. Like, when I found <laughs> out Blitz, which is what sometimes when I when new comps come out for like sets, I will look at Blitz for TFT. When I found out there was an ARAM section, why yeah. they don't need one, there's a rank section, there's everything. <laughs> and like, have you heard of Poro Fessor? Yeah. 
Porofessor's amazing, dude. But like, Porofessor tells you everything about the other I team. I open Porofessor purely just to know when drags up because I am not <laughs> paying attention to the numbers in the corner. But why does I'm... Aram need a section? Go in there if you're a tank, tank. If you're support, support. It's not that. It doesn't matter who you are. Do what you're supposed to do. I can explain it. I'm about to be like, well, actually, on your arse right now. So, um, actually, an example is I play a lot of Seraphine and I play a lot of Ash. Now, there's two different kinds of seraphine you can play you can play the oh i'm gonna heal everyone everyone's my best friend and then there's the i'm gonna tell you a new one and make you wish you were never fucking born and then there's the same with ash there's like pew 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 use your ash i'm an ad carry and then there's i'm gonna make you wish you were never born ash which is imperial mandate now if you've ever played against an imperial mandate ash you know how much you want to rip your own womb out i always try and pick ash when i can i do and i don't even have a womb Exactly. I'll give you my womb to rip out. There we go. I'll I'll, I'll pass. Thanks. Okay. No um, <laughs> yeah. Asexual like, bandits just they're like, what's a womb? <laughs> but there's there's that whole point, isn't it? Of like, so with the reason why is because when you have um, blitz open and you pick, so if you're like, okay, I've locked in as bot lane, and you pick a champion, it's not going to give you. So if I pick Seraphine bot lane, it's not going to give me a support build it's going to give me a ap build so it knows which lane you're in so then that way the reason why it's on aram is so that you can be like okay well there's already one ap carrier like uh, ap um champion on the team i'm seraphine i'm going to go support because we need a support on the team to be able to get that health back and keep the sustain in there so that's why that's the well actually moment and that's why i fucking love blitz because it's so good even though i've been playing the game for two years it's so good blitz is incredible the time i hate it is and bandit will confirm this is when it pops up on my overlays for valorant and i'm just saying like (laughs) i have not got it for valorant i'm there on a pause screen and then a massive advert comes up from blitz i'm like go away and it's the only time that blitz is like would you like the pro version just so i'm not here for this one game you're like, I didn't even get you for that game in the first place. I know I suck at Fortnite. Oh, ah, see, I don't play that crap. But, um, <gasps> but like, and is it? Ah, I've streamed Fortnite once, and it's because it was the final goal in my subathon. And it made me laugh because <laughs> everyone in the chat was like, oh, you only hate Valorant because you fucking, you only hate Fortnite because you fucking suck at it. And I went, all right, let's, let's test this theory. I got five dubs out of six games. And I was just like, nice. this is why. I, it's not that I'm crap at it. I'm actually very good. I just fucking hate it. Fortnite's uh, a brainless game. It's just one of them ones that you can just play and play and play, and you don't really need to think too much into it. It's even better when you get an iPad kid playing it because they're like easy pickings. I, I, like, I don't like the idea of killing children, so <laughs> like, I well, don't so, play Fortnite. You know, Bandit. We live in Britain. Even if we wanted to kill children, it's harder to. I'm cosplaying Evelyn. I feel like it kind of comes with a character that killing children isn't off the books. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are plenty oh, of no, times I'm where I've wanted... Like work... a real-life child. Like, oh, don't yeah. Wrong, I don't, don't, don't... want to play video games with children. It feels a little nonsy. Oh, no. <laughs> it, it feels... Like, it, I feel it like... Like if feel, I'm running around the map and yeah. I suddenly hear a child's voice in my ear, I'm like, oh, no, that feels oh, weird. Oh, my comms are off on Fortnite. I ain't risking if, that. Comms I, are off. I remember hearing, like, a ch- when, like one of the first times I played Fortnite, I remembered hearing a child, like, screaming because I'd killed them or whatever. And, like, and I actually just thought to myself, is this how Ninja feels? Because all he's, all he's doing is hearing people raging at him for whatever he's done, for being a shithead, probably. And then just screaming children because all he plays is Fortnite. Like, 
Yeah. I mean, he, play, he plays League of Legends now, because, you know, he, so he's I used his audience think, of Fortnite. I used to think Ninja was, like, a really cool gamer, because he was so good at Fortnite, and then when I started playing Fortnite myself and realised it's actually just a really easy game, I was like, what, what's the big deal? It's, yeah, it's, and, and <laughs> Fortnite's not even an entertaining person to no. watch. Like, he, for, to describe Ninja, he is, if he didn't have money in the first place, he would have never made it. Like genu- genuinely, and that's when people are like, "Oh yeah, but like, just because you got money doesn't make you a great streamer." I was like, "No, but it does help." <laughs> like, yeah. Speaking of big streamers, like, who's your guy's favorite league creators online? I don't watch league. I don't. Do watch, not. I don't, watch I, I, I don't watch league play, but I watch league content. Right. Because I'm a big fan of Tyler One, because he'll always be what? entertaining to me. Because not only is he skilled, he's also a massive crackhead. Uh, I just find him funny. But there is a black creator on TikTok, and she, I just want to give her a shout out, just because not only is she funny, but she is also incredibly good. Mrs. Chim Chim. Yeah. Now she always that. plays AD Carrot. Have you seen her TikToks? Yeah, yeah. She's so good. But what's really nice as well is that she's a huge advocate for. Um, for supports. I know that sounds really stupid, like oh, she's an advocate, but basically she's the amount of time she's done videos where she's been like, Is your support bad or have you not done this? Is your support bad or are you not providing a place for that support to go get vision, to go roam? And it actually it really turns a lot so I used to be a support main before I started playing AD Carry and the amount of things I'd get flamed on and in the back of my head I'm going, I would have been able to do that if somebody helped me roam to go get some vision I, and stuff I, like that. I think that's a, it's a the worrying thing is, and it's why I don't stream like as much over Overwatch as I would want to, for instance, right? Because as a, first of all, it's not always entertaining to watch the support. Let's let's be honest. But secondly, like because I'm a support main in Overwatch, Lucio or Mercy, and I will always, pretty much always, get on the board. I'm guaranteed the board most games. But the thing is, like, there's people that are like I need healing. And you're like. All right, then make Where it easier for me to then? heal you. Like I literally had yeah, it where I was playing. But it's like even when I'm playing with my mates, I'm literally there on mercy trying to heal someone. I'm like you're Reinhardt, use your shield. And I went, oh, but I don't need to. It's like you're getting shot, and you're here complaining that I'm not healing you. I'm trying, but you're getting shot by so many people. You're losing health. Kato, have you experienced the top lane flaming you for not being up there with them at like the six minute mark? Supporting them. I never don't I've play that. without Dan. All right. So I always have a top lane. The top lane's in the same room, and if he starts flaming me for not being there, he doesn't get tea. <laughs> yeah, because I've had it before where, like, I've been, like, our mid lane, I was like, where were you? And we were at, like, the eighth minute, so I hadn't, like, even got boots yet to go roam. I did that. I did once have the enemy top laner flaming me for being in top lane. Right. Because the ADC was fucking gone for it. I was like, you can be left alone, mate. You're, yeah. you're grand. I, like, recalled, because I had enough cash anyway. Mm. Got me boots and went, ah, Dan's struggling a bit and he hasn't got a hole breaker yet on a Lowy, so I'll just, I'll go up. Died, because I'm shit. Um, <laughs> and then the fucking enemy told me, what was support doing in top lane? I don't know, being support. What's the difference from a gank, though? Like, what is yeah. the difference? It's there to add pressure and to push the lane. So, what, what what's their beef? I don't. I, yeah. I find that like when people start, start sort of flaming the enemy team for being in their lane too much, it means that you need to do it more. Yeah, because, literally, yeah. Because you are tilting them by being there. 
It happened once where um, I was playing with my friend Rogue and my other friend Say was in mid lane and Rogue was playing, I think it was uh, Ever. Yeah, no, they were playing Warwick and they were just, instead of the mid laner getting vision in the, the um, bush by river, Rogue was sat in it and then as soon as they were poked down, just used to come out and ult her, <laughs> like that ult the um, enemy mid laner and they were like, why won't you leave me alone? It's like, because it's funny. Like, just, why wouldn't we? I just think it's like, it's just an issue that so many games have now, where if you don't do well, just instantly blame the support. Like, even Literally. even in D&D, I've seen it happen, because I you, when I play, which is not that much anymore uh, as a player, um, I usually play a cleric. And I've had people in the past have a go at me for like, why aren't you healing everyone here? So if you look, mate... I'm also taking 90% of the party's damage. So, of course, I'm healing myself rather than you because I'm a war cleric. I'm giving out more damage than you. I'm taking more damage than you. So, fuck you in the long scale of things. Like... So everyone wants the support, but they don't want to play the support. Yeah. And I've always been happy playing the support because yeah. if it's a mage yeah. support, I'm on fire. Like I'm, I fucking love a mage support game. But I made myself be uncomfortable and go AD carry recently because I was like, no, I need to learn other lanes. I need to get better in other places on League because I was only like, it's hard when like you're constantly like, I want to be the support. No, I want to be the support. So I went, fuck it, I'll be the AD carry. Yeah, the rare occurrence where someone asks if they can support. It's, uh, it does happen from time to time. Like, I've I, got I, a few I'm... friends that want to be support. So. <laughs> I know that, like, when I play um, with, like, one group of friends, that I actually cannot be support, and I'm a support man. Right. So, I, I was an AD carry man for a long time, and it's probably the role I'm best at, but I was just bullied into that role when I first started, because I was the only one who had any luck with it. Hmm. And then I just started playing support. So, but, what do you play now? Uh, wherever. <laughs> I just, wherever. I, I go where I'm told. I prefer playing middle support, because I just play Swain. But if Swain's gone, I play Renata, Renata Glask. So. But what's your support style? Are you an aggro support or are you like a sit back, let the AD carry do the rest of the work? Because oh, no. Uh, it depends on which support I'm playing. I prefer being an aggro support. So aggress aggressive enchanters such as Rakan or people like uh, Renata Glask mm. who can harass and still protect. Yeah. And yeah, it was just easier doing it that way. Because, um, yeah... I uh, I actually started playing with um, one of my followers who turned friends recently. So I, I always had like a lot of interaction with them on Instagram. They were very active like on my posts and stuff. And then one day I, like, I just DM'd them back and I was like, they kept on joking being like, one on me on League. And I went, okay. <laughs> like, not he, he was like, oh shit, really? And I was like, yeah, come on, add me. We'll, we'll play a game. And we ended up actually just duo laning together. And he was like, I'll support you. We'll just see how it goes. And we had like several games in a row where I was hyper carried and fed by him because he was like, no, let's go in, let's go in. And it was it was something I wasn't used to. I was like, oh, do we not have to sit back at this point? And he was like, no, you'll get the kill, flash for it. And I was I was fed. And it's completely changed the way I play League now, hence why I go Samira a lot, because I'm like, if I can get an aggressive support, so if I'm playing with a random, I'm like, pick your most aggressive support because we're fucking going in. I don't care if we in, we're going in. Because the amount of times it works, especially if you wig out the other team, because they're like, oh shit, like they, they want to smoke. I don't want to smoke. And I'm like, come on, let's fucking go. And Jen, as you know, uh, Barlow, she's recently started playing. 
she was having, I think when I started playing Samira, there was a few games where our synchronicity, synchronicity went about. So she was kind of a bit scared to go in. She was sat by turret. I was inting. But she had a recent game where she just kind of went, she, she'd come out of a really bad game before where we all lost. And she went, well, I'm going support. I'm going Seraphine. Let's fucking go. Single-handedly the best game I've ever had with her because she just put that rage and went in as an aggro Seraphine. And it was so freaking good. So anyone who's watching, I really encourage that if you are one of them, play safe supports and you're kind of having those really long-winded games, just try and go something a bit more aggro because it really does change how the game's played. I also want to shout out Samira. I love Samira so much. She She's my new fave. I played her on release. Um, I am, I'm in the public beta as well, so I played her like before she came out on the live servers. And she was really fun. And I played. I got her to Mastery 7 within like 12 days of her being out. That's how much I straight played Samira. I absolutely loved playing her, and she's a lot of fun. But I wouldn't play Samira if I didn't have someone like Braum or Nautilus supporting. Just because of her passive, how it works. Yeah. Because I want someone who would be able to just, like, you know, CC them with a hit, and then I can easily combo off straight away and harass. Like, I, if it requires too much setup to CC, it's not yeah. worth the time playing Samira. Yeah. Samira Swain is a really good bot lane duo that I've discovered, especially because if you can single out one of the other duos, then it's an easy win for Samira because you can kind of like um, springboard. So if Swain brings them closest to turret, you kill that one and then you just use your E to get to the next one. It's such an easy lane clear. It's like, boom, done. Like, <laughs> next um, enemy. Kato, do you watch any lead creators? Honestly, not really. I have watched a little bit of Fuzz Monkey recently, but not that much. They've never heard of him. This is not just as well, this is not just like live player league. This is people who make content about league as well. It's, to be fair, for me, it's mostly cosplayers that I, I watch um, and I look at. Um, I can't really hear them, but you can look at them. Um, but then also, like. So, like, for me, that's it. Like, is that the same with you, Kato, or is it. Honestly, my intake of content is pretty much consistently just my friends now. I don't have time for anything else. <laughs> like, I think I'm just chronically online, so I've got too much time for it. Like, yeah, between my job, which I can't really just sort of lurk, but actually intake the content if I'm lurking whilst I'm working. Because I require my eyes and my ears to do my job. And then coming home, creating my own content actually trying to relax and then it's like yeah okay i'll watch a couple of people on the weekend but if i'm going to choose anyone it's going to be my friends who want to support mm. like as creators yeah and actually interact with and sometimes that's the only time i actually get to interact with some of my friends is being in their chat on twitch um i watch tv sky and sort of religiously on he YouTube. He does. Um, he doesn't do just exclusively league. He does like he's doing like Pokemon stuff as well now. But um, mm. he goes through champion design as well, and and talks about animation. And he's done like like eight hour long streams where he's just dug into champions and how they design and why they design work and why it doesn't work. And I mm. live shit like that. I watch that. But then I also watch Necret because Lord Daddy. <laughs> that, 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 that's Necrit's entire role. He um he is just the law guy. And then 
I occasionally watch Scooch and Nicky Boy. They're just there's two shitheads who play the Ooh. league. When it comes to the league champions themselves, are there any you guys have played where you're like, never again? I'm never, t I'm not touching them. I'm never trying it again. I'm done with that person. That was Samira for me. I played her once on an ARAM and was like, she's too difficult, never doing that again. Until my friend was like, I'm going to teach you Samira, just out of nowhere. Because he, I was his support for a really long time and he was doing Samira ADC. And then he went, fuck it, right, one on one. I'll go as this champ, you pick Samira, I'll teach you the mechanics. And I have not put her down ever since. But it was a good, like, I don't even know when Samira was released. I think she was already out when I, I started playing at Seraphine. So I think she was already out. But... Yeah, she came out before Seraphine did. Yeah, I remember her just being in my champ rotation because I got, like, uh, the shards for her. And yeah, I think. I first tried her like within six months of me first playing the game and it's been like you know two years since that point and I was like I'm never gonna play her again and now I play her religiously there's a few champs where like I've picked them up and been like yeah I'd play them again but they never come up in my rotation um but then there's been champs where I'm like I will quite happily re-roll them because I don't want to give that <laughs> another go yeah I won't play a rel or um she's not as good as I thought she would be I, I won't play Rel or Zeri or Gwen or like I, I don't even like Oriana that much. I'm yet to try Ori. I need to try Ori. I I keep trying Aurelian Soul because I want to be good at him, but I'm terrible at him. He's I want to try he's Aurelian Soul. Too, so he's going to rework though, so that's oh okay. The change the change in all his abilities, yeah. Because I I keep on getting him an A Ram. Because I, I have him as a champ, and all of my friends are like, "Please, no! For the love of God, play someone else other than Ace. We don't want to like lose. We don't want to lose this straight out the bat." And I was like, "Okay." And part of me one day just wants to be like, "You know what? No, I'm going to play him just to see if I do well." Because I've had games against an Ace where I've been like, "Oh my God, this is difficult." You, you'll find that when you're playing against characters like Aurelian Soul, who have a stupidly low player base, is the ones that who are playing them are just stupidly good. About you, yeah, I get you. Are there any characters that you've played that you will never touch again? I am such a level of apathetic towards gaming that I'm like, I will try anything at any point in time. If I'm shit, I'm shit. If I'm good, well, a clock's right twice a day. <laughs> That's a really good mentality to have, actually, I think. It's a very positive <clears throat> way and very kind of like, eh way of looking at and i actually really enjoy gaming with people like that yeah at the end of the day i'm doing this for fun i'm doing this in like my off time i'm not getting paid to do it i'm either going to do it and enjoy it or i'm not going to enjoy it i'm going to stop doing it it's like the i i do agree with that i used i used to be like super hyper aggro competitive when it comes to league and i like to think i've mellowed out now because mm. I've, I've treated like most games I play, unless I'm in a ranked queue where I have to try, I don't care if I win or lose as long as I have fun. Oh, it's why I don't touch ranked this on any game. This is when you're doing all of this about like positive gameplay, and here's my list of people I will never touch again. Kato, <laughs> uh, <laughs> would you like to one day maybe try ranked with me as my support? 
I do have a promise to Alex that I play ranked with him first. However, I absolutely support for you in ranked. Because I'm quite good at te- like pick where I used to play support religiously. I am quite good at saying like I need you here. I need you to do this. I m- might be like quite bossy, but if it's like if it's going I'm fine into with the bossy. yeah, I if it's going into going, this is what I need. Then yeah, being like, well, why weren't you there? Because that's because you didn't fucking tell me. Yeah, literally, that's what used to put me off ranked games was not knowing if I was doing the right thing and not having someone to tell me. So then when I had someone to be like, I'll go for this objective, I'll go do this, completely changed how I played. And it's actually, I think in the last month and a bit, has actually improved my gameplay. And again, it's this follower that messaged me out of nowhere. And now we're actually quite good friends. Like he is complete, he's a gold player. So he's completely improved how I play, but then also how I see the game and how I see objectives. So it is really nice to have that kind of person to be like, Come here. <laughs> like, come and do this. <clears throat> I just, um, I find it, like, really bizarre when I'm, when I want to help people. Like, if I know something, I want to help people get better at the game, but then I feel like mm. a dick for saying, okay, for future reference, maybe think about doing this, or this is how this works. Try it that way. And then I, I was like, look, I'm not trying to sound like a dick, but if you do this, this is how the effect works. This is how the mechanic works. Um, See, I think even being autistic, I can recognize the difference between, hey, I want you to know this information and just do this. I'm exactly the and same. Being an arsehole. I don't know if it's like a AFAB female, AFAB female, AFAB autistic thing or what, but like, I've had it from Bandit, I've had it from like Alex, where it's like, I, I don't want you to think that I'm being pushy. And I'm like, no, 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 I've had pushy. Mm-hmm. This is you just going, I know a thing and I want to help. Which is I think adorable. what helps with being autistic as well, I'm not sure if you have the same thing, Hatto, but sometimes when I'm so heavily engrossed in a game, someone can come up to me and be like, you're a piece of shit, and I'll go, okay, thanks. Because I'm so yeah. hyper-focused on the game that I don't care how people say to it. And the amount of times that people will go, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I was really rude. And I go, didn't notice, don't worry. But counter... I've had people be like, I'm, I've been playing with Gem Bless and I've had to apologize to her because I haven't even realized until I've listened back on the call or whatever. And I've gone, don't get that CS. And in my head, I've gone, don't get that CS. But it's come out with me being like, don't. Uh, <laughs> it's because I have no tone control when I'm playing the game. When we, uh, played, together the, when we <laughs> played together for the first time in, after like a few years, Kato, like relatively recently, and I was like, um, and you were my support and like it's a role we've always played because whenever we did play together i was always the ad carry anyway and it was like um it's like uh you were saying i hope you don't mind me hitting the cs i'm like yeah please don't <laughs> i didn't want to yeah, say anything because i felt really bad if you are going to teach someone how to play a game mm. not how to play the fucking game i stopped playing i played for like probably about three or four months with bandit and then two other people, one of which was my ex. And I got this constant, because I didn't play as much with Bandit. Mm. So I got this constant, like, oh, do this, do this, do the other. And then as soon as I get on League with uh, Alex and Dan and uh, Amber, I've got Alex going, what the fuck are you doing? <gasps> no. What are you on? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, this is what I was told to do. He's like, you were yeah. taught by a fucking moron. Right, I'm teaching you. And he was like, pure nice about it. But he was like, because I was told like always last hit minions and like loads of shit that 
I was like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Okay, I thought at first you meant as in I like Indian slow because I'm one of them. I'm a fan as an AD carry. I don't like supports touching my minions whatsoever. Like I know the timing of last hitting. I'm fine with that. However, I've played with people before who, when I'm playing Seraphine, they quite like it when I get the minions to last hit and then they can just clean up. So I always say to people, I'm like, do you want assistance with CS in terms of getting them low? But I've always known not to last hit. So that's really weird. Wait, did you have that little shield item that meant that the AD carry gets the money if you hit the shield? No, if no. You hit the minion. No, no. So you just I, lost I was just in and just told, yeah, just last hit minions. This wasn't even like, oh, I started like in a different lane and then I've just carried that knowledge over. I was taught by a fucking moron. Castle so back to the game. And I'm like, I'm gonna what be the fuck sick. are we doing? You lost hit minions and support. So just Follow, who is this person on your podcast? Get them the fuck out. For the record, Sorry, I know better. I have learned. I have I been taught. For the record, the only time a support should be last hitting minions is late game wave clear or yeah. low push early. Because yeah. if if you if your AD carry dies and you are the only one there and there's no one else at the turret, you don't want to push the lane because you want your AD carry to get reference to get gold as they're coming back. So all you have to do, last hit the minions then, because that means the wave is staying in pretty much the same place, and your carry can come in and just clear everything else. That's yep. the only time the support should touch minions outside of like the support item. Anyone who tells you otherwise is an absolute fucking uh, troll for that. <laughs> when I was teaching, uh... me otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware. When I haven't spoken to him in several years. <laughs> yeah, he nearly killed us both in a car accident. <laughs> oh, God. When I was teaching Jen how to support after she started the game AD carrying and I was supporting her, so we did like a little role reversal. And the amount of times I come back to lane, and I was literally like just about to meet the wave. I mean, she was playing like Seraphine and Morgana, and it'd just be like W on the wave. And at first, I was like, "Don't do that." I, I needed that wave. Thank you. Don't do that. And I'd be really polite with her. And then at one point, I was like, "I think I'm just she's not getting it in her head," and I feel so bad for doing it. We're still on really good terms, FYI. After I did this, but I literally just went, Jennifer, <laughs> like her fucking mum, and I was like, I almost saw. Her Morgana just go. <laughs> she was like, I'm pretty sure, like, if she didn't have like flash on cooldown, she would have fucking flashed away from them, being like, "Whoa, she wasn't having it." She's never done it since, so maybe that's what they need to do. Like, maybe we just need to put voice comms in league, so then that way, if you're ever with a random, you can just go, "Seraphine, <laughs> fucking stop." Uh, as a person who has played with voice comms on Valorant, we do not need voice comms on league. It's maybe not. Have you seen the new pings though that they're bringing out? Yeah, I'm all for it, honestly. I'm really but, uh, excited for them. I never want to have voice comms on Valorant ever again. And luckily, <laughs> luckily, it was when me and Bandit were playing after I'd finished streaming and I had this one kid on there being <laughs> such a twat. Bear in mind, to a full-grown adult. So he was doing this to an actual adult who was, like, top of our team. And Bandit couldn't hear anything. Because he was, he had party chat turned off. He was just in a call with me on Discord. But all Bandit could hear was me just dying of laughter at what we were hearing. But I was like, thank fuck we're not streaming. I find it so bizarre, though. Well, the, like, I was top fragging at that point, and I was getting flamed by my own team. How, how does that happen? 14-year-olds mm. nowadays, they, they just have, like, 
they're too cocky. Too no, ah, no, it's not nowadays. I but I remember the Modern Warfare days of Call of Duty. Yeah, it's not just a today thing. It's just easier yeah. access yeah. now. Trust me. Tr- back in the day, playing like quick scope, no scope online, where obviously you know you're going to be crap because everyone's going around with like AKs and stuff, and you're running around with an intervention sniper hoping for the best, just because yeah. one of your friends is recording to make a montage on YouTube, and you've genuinely like, you're running around, and you've got kids shouting like your mum jokes down the mic and you're just there like hold oh, on, what? And like, they're just calling you all of these words, and you're just like, I... D- I didn't even know that. Like, and this is me. Bear in mind, probably one of the darkest human pricks you'll ever meet. Half the curse words these like twelve-year-olds I've not even heard before. <laughs> Hang on, have I just been hate crimed? Yeah. Like, so there's <laughs> been times where I've genuinely like, you have to have. I feel like sometimes it's just like it's like Valorant now and Call of Duty back then. It's all like I feel like sometimes when you're in a in a in a chat or you could just hear what they're saying, you've got to have like a debrief afterwards. Like you've just got to like phone your like, friends and be like, take a I, breather. Have I? Is this abusive? They, like, I, I don't know. I don't know if they were like spouting shit at me or what. I, 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 you I understand. You dictionary, and then you've got to decide whether or not it was a hate crime, and you should call the police. <laughs> yeah, literally. Well, it's like if it's in. It, I understand. Like when the game's intense, that people do get heightened, and people will start shouting shit and swearing. I get that, but then like the amount of words that I have heard said. I got my first ever legitimate death threat in a video game through Valorant. <laughs> they t- they told me they w- where they were and told me to come and find them so they could kill me. I'm like, well, I'm, why would I do the legwork if you re- like my first actual I don't death? Want, if you want to kill me, you've got to do the walk and right. if you here's my I'm address. Not, I'm not I'm not going all the way to Birmingham for you to kill me. That's not worth my See? time. See what like, but it's like what made me laugh is when so, and I tell this on stream quite a lot because it's why I stopped playing Overwatch ranked on stream, is I had like so much abuse because I like, oh my god, like you've looked at the team we're playing, how have you picked this character? All through the game, I was getting like they were spouting shit like there's no tomorrow. I came out as the game's MVP and got on the board twice for like the most amount of stuff. I got MVP and most amount of kills as Lucio. That's not supposed to happen. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like, do you find though that your skin's almost a bit thicker because of what you've heard in games? Because I've been playing online games since I was about 13. So... I now, like, it does, I don't really do voice com games because I really can't be asked with the whole, all right, good luck, have fun, and then, oh, let's go, you know, all that kind of shit. I cannot be fucked with that. I'm too old for it. I'm 27, can't be asked. However, as soon as I get, like, I say, like, oh, I try not to play toxically. As soon as I get a hint of someone being a bit like, if they, if they drop the F slur, if they drop the N slur, if they drop anything like that in chat on League, I'm like, hold on, hold on. I'm on that fucking keyboard, Flame Warrior Ninja of the Leaf Village. I'm all there, like, fucking get meted, easy GG, warm up PC, dog water, your shit. I'm like, I'm on there fast. And I'm like, but the words don't bother me because it doesn't affect me. But I'll be so fucking quick to be like, I, I feel like my skin was like thickened from it until yeah. I joined online roleplay. And then it just <gasps> dive bombed. Oh. No. Genuinely, I feel like, and I think uh, me and Bandit have had so many conversations about this. And it's why I stopped streaming Wild for as long as I did, because really genuinely, 
it is role play in itself is the most toxic thing I have ever been involved in. And it's like, it, it's not everyone. Like, it's the issue is, it's it's often like in chats and in communities, it starts from where the bigger streamers do not mod themselves very well. Like, they just kind of let stuff happen. Yeah. And then it no longer becomes about like, obviously you get hate for like playing a character that, you know, your favorite streamer is in a battle with because it's immersive. You're watching it as a TV show, but it's when people yeah. then turn that of it's not your character that shit it's fucking you. And like the amount of stuff we have re- bandit has received as well. And like the, one of my last characters, it was his wedding that caused this massive war. And that genuinely, it became a server war, and it was the most toxic shit I've ever been involved in. To the point where I actively quit the server for like three weeks, because I could not deal with the stuff I was being dealt with. That's so shocking to me. Do you reckon it... Because I've heard GTA online, like the RP is really, really toxic. But I put that down to it being GTA. It's RP in general. It is genuinely just RP. Do you reckon it's the same in LARPing? Do you reckon like LARPing communities no. have to genuinely like LARPing? Because you're in no, you're it's you're in person, so it's... oh yeah. Putting the effort into LARPing, you wouldn't. You've got the keyboard up. and the screen in front of you, and so you can be whoever you want. You can be this arsehole. Well, you know what I'd say, Barlow. You're a very lovely person. I know, despite my roast being really horrible about you, those are people that were bullied not enough in school, and they need to be bullied more. Except for now, they have a server See, that they can now be mean it's, on. It's just really like really random because like it's is yeah it, we, i just didn't get it and like there's rules in place to really stop it but the issue is when you reach and it's it, this is the thing in role play in general when you reach that level of status when you're like one of the big partnered streamers you no longer need to follow the rules of the server you are in because they will never ban you they will never moan at you and it's it's what really sucks because there were so many like rule breaks we were seeing and we were trying to call out and stuff. But like it's basically the admin team were like, yeah, but they get more views than anyone else here. So we're not going to yeah. do anything about it because they bring traction in. Whether it's good or bad traction, it's traction. Can't believe there'd be like RP nepotism. Like, yes, that is our child who does streaming of like the RP server. They cannot do no wrong. We must keep them at oh, I can't believe that. That that has actually blown my mind. I thought that like RP communities would look after each other. Yeah. I mean well, I'm just the, being naive, clearly. The weird thing is though, like the the amount of people who are nice is like really good. There are so many nice people there. Mm. But the, the the times where the time where I was given the most shit was for a character where I was asked to play that character to advance a story. That and I was given I was given so much shit for that and I was just like, well fuck you then I'm not doing you any more favors. Yeah, I that felt awful because eternity. it was me that asked him to play it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, it was it wasn't it wasn't Bob that I got shit from by the way. It was no, like, it was because it was the character that we brought in because my character had like a horrific brother and like his family used to torture him and stuff. So I thought to build uh, my character's story would be really cool if I got someone to RP his brother. And like the idea was the character was always going to come in, mess my character up beyond belief, and then probably get killed. And he yeah. got shit for it. And I'm like, no, if anyone was to get shit for that, it should have been me as the one that came up with the idea. Like, Is it a bit like how Joffrey, the actor that played yeah. Joffrey? Oh, 100%. 
he was getting shit in the street. Oh no! So he he quit oh, acting. Zero media yeah. literacy. He. Yeah. This is like no human being. Like I'm saying, no human being. A lot of people cannot separate the actor from the character. This. And in the case of a streamed RP, follows the actor, and the character is on screen. Whichever one you're playing. Bit, like. And to be fair, this links really well into talking about mental health. The thing, say, the thing with the thing with like whether you're streaming or what, no matter what we do, let's be honest, we can all say this as content creators. Yeah, and we say that we're what what you see is what you get. It's a fucking lie. Like yep. I do not have yeah. this much energy twenty four seven when I am at, in your face. I mean, to be fair, usually when I see Emmy, I am this hyper. But that's usually because I've drank a lot. But like. It's, I need to keep up with you. Yeah. I need to start drinking with it's, you more. It's the point that a lot of people think that, oh, like, we're on screen for three hours. Yes, the amount of, like, fucking sugar drinks I sometimes have had to drink to get to a point where I can literally put myself in front of a camera and yep. be what everyone expects me to be is ridiculous. And when you're playing online roleplay, like... I think some people tend to forget that, like... I don't know if Bandits had this as well, but, like, when you see people so often shitting on your character it's just like i yeah. i don't want to tr- put any effort into that because online role play <laughs> the biggest issue with it is it's 24 7 you yeah. go to sleep you wake up there's stuff that's happened overnight that affects what you do but you've got to you've got to find it it's not like oh i do something for three hours one night and then in three days i'll go back to it and nothing will have changed everything's changed and it's a yeah. constantly moving world that you get trapped in. You get trapped in that world pretending to be that character. I was going to say, it's like having a second life. I imagine that gets... It's a bit like um, recently watched Moonlight, Moon Knight even, mm. where he's got two completely different... Obviously, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't oh, seen no, it. But... You, it's, a, it's a nerd thing. If they've not watched it now, it's their fault. But, you know, it's kind of like the whole, like, he has one life, but he's got a whole other, like, second thing going on, and that's fucking with his mental health. And I do wonder, is there any situation... I know there's been, like, cases, like, back in, like, the noughties where World of Warcraft was, like, a really big thing. And there was actually cases where people were, like, quitting their jobs because they'd rather live their secondary roleplay life on World of Warcraft because they weren't just playing Steve the Orc. Or, I'm not very good at World of I've only played World of Warcraft a couple of times. But, you know, they were playing Steve, yeah, yeah, yeah. their character on World of Warcraft, but they didn't want to be Keith who was 32, working in an office, so they quit everything just to be... And, like, it really messed with their mental health because they became, like, agoraphobic. I think think that's a big thing. I do think... And I think I fell victim to that as well because I was like, I can't see my friends because of how... Let's be honest, how the distance between everyone is... We don't get to see yeah. each other very often. But I was like, but I could log on to Logan and I could hang around with people in a virtual world and yeah. I can, like, he can meet up with people or <clears throat> I can go around and I can have fun that way because I, I physically can't have that in the real world. And mm. it's, but it's also why I think a lot of um, single player RPGs like the Batman games, like Assassin's Creed. Like I think that's why those games get so big because like you don't have to live your own life. You can separate yourself from that and just be yeah. someone else for like a couple of hours. For a couple of hours. Yeah. I, th- I yeah. think the difference comes in though when you are playing RP where 
it's not just a character that you are given. So in Assassin's Creed, you are given Desmond, Ezio, Altair, Kenway, whatever. But in RP, you make the character. You do Mm. everything that... You are everything that character is, and you've put all the effort into it. And Barlow, you know recently that I've had a shit fucking time. (laughs) Um, I took... um, My flagship character left. The character that I had the most connection on, the most personal investment in, has left. He's gone. Mm-hmm. And I took a long-ass break from the server that I was in, that I'm in, sorry. And I logged back on again, and then I felt scared to log on again. I felt uncomfortable being there. And only in the last few days, literally, I've been on again. And I've just felt so uncomfortable being where I was. It's it's really it's it's a genuine struggle with online roleplay mm. um, to the point where I might end up streaming it on Friday because I've now I've now got a character that is not attached to any drama. He's an outlaw. I can do what the fuck I want, and I play it for a couple of hours a week. It's most of my YouTube content at the moment. But um, like with with the character that I had killed off, I remember like in the final week before I killed him. I was watching a stream of the the woman who was playing like my character's wife, and she was bitching about my character, like having injury roleplay. Well, we don't have fucking time for your shit right now. And I'm just there, like, hold on. I have actually put so much effort in to helping your story that as mm. soon as I'm doing something for my own roleplay that makes sense because my character was in a coma like three days before. Uh, so I was mm. like, really, I don't know where the complaint is. And funnily enough, as soon as like this character who these two uh, streamers and everyone's going to know who I'm talking about uh, that watches roleplay. These two streamers, all of their characters are in relationships, apart from like the one that he had then and that, she, uh, that was and that she had that was married to my character because they were like adopted father figure was what he was. But then as soon as he made a new character, her character that was with mine had an instant affair with his new guy, instantly. And I was just like, this is the thing that annoys me. Was like. In roleplay as well, you have so much what we call out-of-character bleed, where your personal opinions will bleed into the roleplay. And, like, we played... we, Me and Bandit tried to play a new gang um, that we couldn't play for very long because someone that didn't like me, out-of-character, made an in-character metagaming rumour that basically cancelled everything for us. We couldn't do anything because Mm. they didn't... They basically cut all roleplay off that we actually put a lot of effort into. Yeah, and it's like, it's such a bitchy place, like it really is. Um, and honestly, anyone that any this is anyone that wants to go into online roleplay, if it feels good at the time, I promise you, it won't for very long. So I actually got really put off Red Dead Online for the fact that I think it was like the third time I was playing it. One of my char- one of my friends had a black character. They themselves are white, but the character they were playing was essentially just like he, he would go around, you know, anyone that was dressed like a KKK member, so you know, like the white hoods and stuff like that, he would particularly go and hunt them down because it's obviously a strong belief that he doesn't think it's right. Everywhere we went, there was so many people that would come up to you and say the N word with a hard R. And I was like, I understand this role play. I'm not going to deny that didn't happen at the time. However, the fact that this is a platform that people can come and just do that with no punishment 
didn't sit well See, with me. I was like, Mm-mm. we're quite lucky in the whitelisted server that we're in because there are actual rules against stuff like that. Like to mm-hmm. the point where in the world we're playing in, slavery didn't happen. It's oh, basically okay. we're in a in a reality where there was no slavery and the civil war didn't happen. And that like someone that we uh, knew in the RP and that I'm actually friends with out of character said something out of context that seemed very racist. Now, I know how he meant it, and he didn't mean it in a racist way. The issue was he didn't explain himself afterwards. So, like, the mods instantly banned him for, like, a month. But if he explained, he was allowed back, because when he explained himself, they were like, okay, so I I will tell you the context. So there is a character in the server that is, um, like, this massive, uh, he's a black boxer, and he is built like a brick shithouse, and he can literally beat the crap out of anyone. That was his big thing. And one of the guys went, I've never seen a gorilla in real life. Said, oh, and then the other character replied, oh, if you uh, want to. Um, I was like, oh, they kind of look a bit like Marquis. And Marquis is the black guy. And everyone instantly went for, oh, fuck, they've just made a racist comment. Whereas what the guy actually meant was, he's a massive bearded bloke that looks like mm-hmm. he can beat you and your entire family up in one punch. That's what he mm-hmm. meant. And in the gym... In a lot of gyms, a gorilla is a bearded big man. Yeah. And that is and that is gym culture. But the issue is a lot of the people that reported him didn't know that and he didn't explain himself either. So it looks like he's just made this very racist, very quick comment and yeah. instantly got banned for it. Um, but then on the same note, a person made a similar comment about the same character. And then got banned, and, yeah, because he basically banned because because he meant it. <laughs> yeah, because someone said <gasps> oh on God. someone said in the survey, and this was actually on someone's stream, and they didn't know how to react to this. Um, they they were talking about the war in Africa because obviously you know 1901, the war was in about 1890. Um, yeah. And then we were just, uh, the, a guy enters the scene and was like, "What are you guys talking about?" I went, "Oh, just some idiots from Africa." And this guy went, "Oh, what you mean, Marquis?" Everyone went silent. It's... Yeah, and this guy got banned the next day, and to this day is still not been allowed in the server, and that's about three months ago. I just I don't understand why. I guess like because RP can be. Like, I I know how serious LARPing can be, and I know like with certain LARP situations, you can be like, I need a quick timeout, and normally you kind of go into a private tent and stuff like that. But I don't see how people can like. I wouldn't be able to take anything that i was against so i wouldn't be able to go into an rp and then drop the f slur like i'm not even gonna drop it like on stream to show as an example because that's like how against it i am i don't see how anyone could use that as an excuse unless Um, they have some kind of ulterior uh... motive you know what i mean unless they have like like oh i've always wanted to say that i can say it here i uh you know on stream playing valorant accidentally dropped the r slur um on stream and then bandit just went very very awkward and i went you know what i'm just gonna end my stream now delete the vod and start a new stream yeah uh, i said i actually i remember this and i did say whoa well well oh, you made me eat a california reaper is like <laughs> um but like yeah it's 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 hard but honestly for anyone who wants to get into online roleplay just be prepared you will if you're in a bad place mentally don't touch it because it it will suck you in Mm. and it will take over your life because it's a world that moves 24 7 the same as the real world and 
you will end up living your life through someone else's eyes and it's it makes it worse it makes it worse for you because you've got to then detach yourself from this world that you think is your happy place but it is in fact making it worse and that, yeah. unfortunately i don't think that's just roleplay streaming in general like there have been so many times like i started streaming because covid there was nothing i had like theaters had been closed and then i was like i need my happy place back and i thought streaming would be it but then within like a month or two when i you know i got like affiliate within like six days or whatever and all of this stuff must be nice and then yeah sounds good uh, it's, and funny enough emmy this was before you know this was before our friends um i didn't get i didn't actually like even You're have a bitch. Yeah. Um, and then, to be fair, I already had a thousand followers on Twitter before I even started any of this. So that was, uh. it was just one of those ones where I knew I had enough people on Twitter to get affiliate straight away anyway. Yeah. But like, it's, it's one of those things where I think, unfortunately, streaming has also made my mental health worse at times. Um, because you do, as much as you say, oh, I'm only doing this for fun. As soon as you get to that point of viewership... And then it starts to drop. It does affect you regardless. Like, I was hitting almost the 30s for quite a while. And then, like, the other day, I I said, I even said this on Twitter, I had a stream after an hour where Twitch hadn't even notified people that I'd gone live. So I was still sitting on three viewers after an hour. When the Mm -hmm. notification went out, it jumped up to 20. But by that point, Mm -hmm. I'd already been sitting during a Nuzlocke with a dead chat. I'm like, I don't want to continue. That's the. I think that's the worst part of it. Especially like any creator will, will tell you that um, play like playing to like two or three viewers while they're being actively chatting is fantastic. A lot better than playing oh. to ten who say shit all. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong, we do every streamer will appreciate lurkers. Like it, we we do appreciate them, but like we also really do need chats because it keeps us motivated and it keeps us going because like. Like the the thing about streaming is, um, it is about interaction. Like you know, the fourth wall is a lot hazier than it is in other content. Like so, you can ask us questions, we can respond, we can talk about stuff whilst we are playing games, we can talk about the games we are playing to you, instead of just like recording whatever for YouTube. And the amount we appre- streamers appreciate active chatters is undersold a lot active chat is what everyone strives for does everyone have that one person on their channel that is always first in the chat first to the stream and like you wish that their custard is always the right consistency that their cake is always freshly baked that they never step on a piece of lego again and that they win the lottery because and i've got one yeah they're, I, they're in, they're in the chat, like, yeah, they're in the chat right now the chat and i right think now. me and bandit's oh! the same one <laughs> Hey, it's Ice Vortex. Ice Vortex, yeah. Ice Vortex. Ice in... Vortex. I don't know you, but I appreciate your I'd existence. Say, to I, I say, I'd say, it's, I'd say for me, it's Chris and Ice Vortex. There are times where like everything could be going wrong, and then Chris and Ice Vortex will just say something in the chat, and like that's that is exactly what I needed. I could be having the crappiest day ever, and I'm gonna call him out because I absolutely adore him. But Clown will come into my chat, and I'm like yes he's here let's go like streamers like streamers are go let's go because that first chatter is sometimes just what you need to get that 
I, I don't know if you guys see it, but I see it as a ball rolling. It's like a snowball. When you yeah. first start and you're kind of like, hi, yeah, I'm streaming. Then as soon as someone starts chatting, you're like, let's fucking go. Like, um, yeah. yeah. I find it a lot easier because I share an office with Dan. Right. So I don't ever feel like I'm streaming to no one. Because he sat right fucking there. Yay. <laughs> I do something to, I am like, listen, if you're not in the game with me, can you like be in chat and just like start, get it rolling? Get like people like talking. You know, like some people don't want to be the first person to talk. Mm. And they're like, people come in and like won't know if there's a conversation going on and then no one wants to say anything. And then it's like, oh, no one is saying anything. So I'm like, I'm not going to say something myself. Which is really awkward for Dan because he's a perpetual lurker. But I'm like, just say shit. Use my emotes use like shit that people don't necessarily know I have but I've put effort mm. into create like alerts and shit like because he's watched me create them he knows what they are yeah and it's like not only does that help like push chat a little bit but it also makes me feel like I'm less alone also never have the fucking view account on yeah I, ha I have mine turned I off I don't I don't have one because I don't use streamlabs um, oh, but... he's OBS. Oh, yeah. He's oh, I have like Twitch moderator open. Oh, so I oh. have, I do have my mix it up bot open, which does tell me. But I've noticed, and this is this has made me feel better. Mix it up bot tells you the accurate amount of viewers. Twitch oh, okay. doth not. So basically, and this is the issue with um with Twitch and wow, and like this is before anything, guys. This is not me saying I hate lurkers. I don't. Twitch hates you. And it's a fact because there is basically a certain set of specifications now for a lurker to actively count in your viewership. They need to have the volume above halfway. And basically, if they've not said anything within like an hour and a half, their viewer no longer counts. And it's utterly shit. And That's I really hate it. Um, and it's also it's why basically a lot of people now tell you to... Um, mute the tab, not the stream. If you're just if you just got it on in the background, um, and occasionally say stuff, because unfortunately Twitch has got to a point where they do not like lurkers. But like, it's also like they've got to a point where they don't like followers either now, because like just to get your revenue of fifty five percent, you've now got to have something like uh, I think it's between three and six minutes of adverts within a, within an hour. And I'm going to be honest, I personally hate that. But yeah. at the same time, as a, I, I can't afford to subscribe to many people at the moment because like today was the last day at my job. So I physically can't afford it and I'm a student now. But it's one of those ones where I've seen so many people now complaining like, oh, another fucking advert, I can't believe this. It's like, yeah, but just remember, guys, these adverts, as much as they are an irritation, also lead to a bit where we get paid a little bit extra. Uh, we and uh, we don't get paid much as streamers. As streamers, we have to earn a mi minimum of a hundred pounds a month, and then what they forget on top of that is that money then gets taxed in America. It then gets halved, and then we get whatever the um, you know the the translation is into into pounds, which is not my much. First, my first seventy pounds, and I was like, yay! And then I needed to get new tires, and was like, oh. <laughs> 
I, I remember getting a pail just before my internet bill came. I was like, oh, yeah, sweet, £89 pail, sweet, yes, let's yeah. go. And yeah. then my internet bill comes out at 65 I was like, well, I guess I get an extra drink at the pub tonight. It's, yeah, literally. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> pe- people forget that, like, a lot of people see, oh, you, if you average 10 and you get X amount of subs, you you got to be doing well for yourself. People forget a sub instantly. We only get half of that subscription amount, and to be mm-hmm. fair, we really only get a quarter of it in total. Um, and like, yes, I I will be a hundred percent honest. I was earning quite a lot during COVID from this, from streaming yeah. until November. I was easily earning anything between three hundred and eight hundred pound a month from streaming, and I will admit that. Whereas now, it like. I had to pay off my car last month for a servicing. And they're like, oh, I, I did it on the same day that we got paid on Twitch in the hope that it would work. And <laughs> it still was like 150 quid more than what I got in Twitch. Like, and none of us go into this expecting to get paid. Like, if anything, and this is probably going to be me sounding like an asshole, viewership above subscriptions. Like, I, I, yeah. like because yeah, actually... Exactly. I want the validation yeah. before I want the money. Exactly. exactly. 100%. Like, Exactly. And like, I want the community before the paycheck. Any yeah. day, like I want the community over anything. Yeah, I want the creator pass before you guys have to buy the ticket. Um, like, <laughs> 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 this is. Bro, the, I want a creator this, pass. This is, so this, is, bad. this is where I look at Emmy and be like, I've only ever been rejected for two creator passes. Yeah. Um, I'm muted. It must be fucking nice. <laughs> I've been going to MCM since I was thirteen. I want a fucking crazy. I I got one. I got. I've had. I've had two for MCM so far. I probably will get Birmingham's, uh, but I'm not going because I'm not sure is. Um, Insomnia is the hardest one to get, and because of a friend I've made, I'm now guaranteed Insomnia as well. (laughs) I want to get to that point. So I've actually applied for MegaCon. MegaCon is so. Megacon's so difficult to get creator passes for. Oh, don't, don't tell me that. No, no, it's it's they, they no they actually have like and unlike every other creator pass ever, they actually have like a set thing. I can't reach. Dennis here. Oh no, it's, it's my crumble. Thank you. It's my crumble. Um, oh. No, Me- Megacon is very strict, but that also means that you don't look at people that get creator passes for Megacon and be like, eh. Like, yeah, there are they... some for MCM that I've looked at, and I'm like, right, you have 700 followers on Instagram, and that's it. You don't have any other socials. Yeah. You just have that, and you don't even cosplay. It's like me. I mean, obviously, I cosplay, but it's like me getting approved over Kai. See, but this is this is why I think Insomnia does it the best. Because Insomnia has two ways of getting creator passes. Insomnia, you either go to a lot of Insomnias and do a fair bit of content, and then after, like, maybe four or five, you'll start getting creator passes. Or you have that big of a following that you just get a creator pass, which I think is fair. Whereas MCM, I've seen a lot of people like if you go to MCMs, you promote it and you do cosplay, you should be guaranteed one in my opinion. Because I've covered MCM ever since I was thirteen. I yeah. always make a little vlog on my YouTube or I take pictures. Or I do, and I've still been getting rejected. And they keep they don't give me a proper reason why, which is what bugs me. But with so... Megacon, they ask for my analytics, which I think what mcm need to start doing because i said to them i'm currently on an upward growth on tiktok because i am like i am for some reason my tiktok is taking off more so than anything else and my friend who's previously got a creator pass for megacon said from what i can see of your analytics you do have a chance 
So that's why I'm like fingers. I mean, worst case, it's like what thirty pounds for a ticket for the whole yeah. weekend. So I don't really See, care about paying for one, but M- I would really like one. MCM this year was and this coming October, and for anyone that got accepted on the first rejection, this is why I have inside a scoop now. In MCM oh. this year rejected people too early. So the first set of people that got rejected were rejected before they should have been rejected. And people <gasps> queried, queried it, and then they all got creator passes. I should because, have queried it! Because MCM fucked up. You got No, you got rejected at the same time as me and Kai. Oh, so you okay. didn't... So basically, they got rejected by mistake. So MCM then just gave all of them creator passes. Meaning oh. that there was then, for when everyone else applied, there was less creator passes to go around because they gave everyone that got rejected one one. So that is oh. why the likes of yourself, Kai, MZ and that didn't get one. Because there were only half the amount to go by that point. I wonder if anyone who didn't even apply messaged being like, I've been rejected and I shouldn't have been. And then they've been given a ticket. I wonder. Could have been. Could have been. But, My yeah. personal opinion on creator passes and press passes, you should get two. Oh, what is someone, someone to bring with you? Works for a creator as my full time job. If you, especially if you are like a cosplayer, yeah, because then you can bring your own photographer. You could bring a personal assistant, or generally, you can bring a friend. Because doing those on your own, a little boring, a yeah. little bit awkward, like. Even just trying to get the photos on your own, if you want a full body shot, bit awkward. It's I think come... it should be creator mm. and creator's assistant pass. Yeah, I think because being autistic as well, sometimes I need Ash with me because I've had experiences where something has colossally fucked up, and then my little tism brain has just gone. Oh, <laughs> I need help. I need assistance, yeah, and I've help needed getting him out of there because your brain's just gone. Well, no, it's, literally. <laughs> but as well, it's something else, and this is the one thing where I do think um, insomnia messed up, and it's the fact that cre- their creator event was on the Saturday night, so after like two days into insomnia, and they didn't have plus ones to the creator event, meaning that like so. For instance, I I went to insomnia. I didn't have a creator pass. Chance didn't get one. Um, but he was a. a I, I thought he did, got in somehow. But he went to um, this theatre show, so that meant uh, the people I was with, Kai, Sammy, Blitzy, Ash, all of them were at the creator party. So I meant for like five hours. I didn't know what to do. Um, and like to be fair, Kai didn't get one. Kai went up to someone and was just like, "Got me out." Um, Kai but can like talk his way for anything. But like. That was another mistake. And I think the best one to do that was TwitchCon because they did it the day before TwitchCon even started was the partner event. Because like they were like, well, TwitchCon hasn't started yet and people aren't going to be as left out. Um, but they need plus ones. Day, yeah. yeah. But what Insomnia did well was that the event itself, creators were allowed plus ones. So like Chance yeah. was Sammy's plus one. Um, I ended up becoming like Blitzy's for a bit. Like that's it's the best. I think they did it the best. And to be fair, it's a safety thing as well. Yeah. Well, it's like, um, and I think again, that's something else where everyone thinks being a creator is like the perfect life. 
but it's like i think there, yeah. there's a guy um bex who's in chat you'll be able to say his name was josh for session zero D D, but i can't remember what his actual like handle is he uh was doing a panel where they were talking about like how do you separate everything else and he said it perfectly he said the issue with being a creator is you don't have free time you have time in which i choose not to work yeah literally like mm. so it's like he he literally said like if you go to bed early that could be editing time it's the thing where as well though where i don't know I don't think I'm speaking for myself when I say this. Anytime I'm doing literally anything else, my brain is always going, okay, what else can I make? What else can I do? What else can I, what can I be making? I need ideas for this. I need ideas for that. My brain is always buzzing with that. 100 miles an hour. It's, um, it could be something else, admittedly. I wake up and I'm like, okay, so I've got to do this, this, this for Kirsty, and then I've got to come home and I've got to do the exact same thing for myself. I don't fucking stop. Yeah. yeah, I've kind of fucked myself because not only am I basically creating content for another human being which is a problem within itself, I then come back and create content for myself I just get the joys if I don't have to piff from your pro I just realised how <laughs> similar me and you are Kato, because I manage someone else's social media it's a completely private client, like NDAs of that kind of stuff, so the fact that I'm focusing on someone else's social media and then as soon as I log out of that on my PC, it's like, huh. right, okay, now time for my community. You know, it's really weird. Yeah. It's, it is really difficult because, like, to say, like, I obviously took last week off as a holiday, but then in that in that time, like, someone was... Look, I was talking to someone about the stats. I was like, I potentially missed out on 10 hours of streaming, which could potentially have been about 30 subscribers in that time mm. because i know a lot of people refresh usually what would have been last week that could have also been stuff for a dono girl that could have also been bits on top of that i didn't upload anything on tiktok for the entire week so it means that now i've got a load of videos i actually need to record because i didn't record anything last week either um, I've got nothing going out on YouTube next week because I haven't recorded anything this week. So it means that in the next couple of days, I'm going to have to record a shit ton. So, like, you can't just take a break because you feel like when you come back off your break, you feel like you have to then make up for it. Yeah. yeah. You, um, when we used to do... Um, when me and Holly did the treehouse, um, we felt rotten as hell for taking breaks when we um because like sometimes both me and Ho me and holly are busy people like our schedules didn't always align and we felt that we had to go extra when we missed out on stuff and yeah, yeah the 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 people we were doing that for for the most part honestly right in, in all sincerity for the most part they were okay with us like missing a week or two just because schedules didn't align but like they were still pretty shitty about everything. Yeah. It was... Yeah. I'm so glad I got out of that before it was the Republic. <laughs> it's, it's all right. They removed me from that without Wait, telling me. It was me. robot dictatorship. About. But it's like people... What really bugs me is when people look at influencers and online creators and go, oh, look, all they get to do is go on holiday. They get to do this. Blah, blah. When you go on holiday, 
obviously you need to consider okay day one i'll travel but day two i'll take some photos by the pool so that then that way i can do this brandy deal okay i'm gonna go do this and i'm gonna vlog the entire day and trying to keep up with vlogging is really hard unless you really really enjoy it which i did when i first started doing it back in the day with youtube like i've, I've got like 1.18k um subscribers on youtube which are all completely abandoned because i rarely make youtube videos anymore but when i first started vlogging everyone loved it because they could feel that energy but trying to keep that energy up where it's like you know i just want to go on a day out to london and enjoy a day with my mates but when you're content creating you've got to be like i really want to enjoy today like or you've got to be like i'm really sorry guys can i just quickly film this for my vlog or like was... i know you guys are all chilling but like you know say if like someone smokes and they don't want their followers to know it's like hey can you put your ciggy away just while i do this quick shot and like oh you know i know you're talking about this other creator because you've had some beef with them can you stop just while but i film this and it's so constant it's also all the looking time. like when when we've met up in the past where you've got yeah. people like um Conzo and chance and that who literally say I've just got to record a video for TikTok so I can claim the travel on expense as a business expense. Because, yes, like, and then that should just be a group meetup. But because because everyone in the room is a creator, people mm -hmm. are still having to record. Like, just because we're at someone's birthday party still means we've got to record content. Yeah. It's, I... it's a weird world that I've been thrown into a little because before I met <laughs> this group, I was very much office worker. I, mean, I was working for the emergency services i had no idea what anything was going on before the group kind of encouraged me to go start going down this path and i have learned so much <laughs> over the list last year but sometimes i just wish i could switch it all off and just be like you know what i just don't want to deal with it right now <laughs> i think as well um i have my own personal anxieties about meeting up with people for obvious reasons Obviously, it's different with Kato because me and Kato were friends way before either of us started doing content. Like, as I was you a garlic bread in the music room at college. And that's foul friendship <laughs> again. That, that's how I make all my friends. I send them food. It, to be fair, it worked on me. Mm -hmm. um, Is food your love language? Yes. Uh, yes. We're so alike. <laughs> and, and they make very yeah, good cookies. I find some people that it's just, you are me. We are the same person. <laughs> Mine, my, I have the problem where my love language is gift giving, but I'm a lot of the time I don't have enough money. So <laughs> oh, make little gifts. I, 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 okay. I have got cool. some fucking adorable gifts from Bandit before. Like I think this is my favorite one, my Dungeons and Cats dice bag. <laughs> See, what made me laugh because I've only ever had one person say to me like they don't know how to say thank you, so like they send gifts instead. And I was like, okay, I was like expecting something small, and then they sent this. So, <laughs> so, so like, I uh, love you, odd one. But it just made me laugh because it was just like, I've sent you something just as a thank you because I don't know how to put it into words. And then I opened it and went, okay. But they, they could have been cheaper, cheaper thank yous, but I'll take it. Literally, I'm the kind of person yeah. where it's like, hey, come round. We can hang out. Don't worry about it. Do you have any allergies? Don't worry about it. Okay, is there any food you don't like? Don't worry about them. And they're like, what, what are you planning? Oh, and then yeah. when they get there, I've got like a three-course meal. And I'm like, eat, child. Yeah, eat. I had lots of people up for Dan's birthday. And one of them is vegan, which slightly works for me because I'm lactose intolerant. But Same. I was sending a message and I was like, what's your like preference of food? Because I'd asked everyone else, like, what do you want? They yeah. decided on lasagna. I messaged her, I was like, what do you want for food? Like, you get to choose because you're the one that's going to be eating most of it. I don't give a shit. 
And she's like, well, I'll just have a sandwich. And I'm like, bitch, you are not coming to my house and having a sandwich. Literally. Like, it's like, I will buy the extra ingredients. And then for an entire vegan lasagna. Yeah. Aww. You two are going to be like... great grandparents. It's like when you go to your nans <laughs> and they're just like, are you hungry? Have you eaten? Like, yeah, I've just had breakfast. Are you sure? Well, yeah. I, was like, but like, I, could put some, I could put some burgers in the oven. And you're like, I just said I'm fine. Like, yeah, but I've got some really nice cheese that goes with it. I just have a sandwich. You just have a sandwich. These, this cheese is better than just just cheese. These like a burger cheese that I've bought. I got some gourmet buns as well for no apparent reason. I bought. Ke- I, I made a cake because I knew you were coming. In fairness, I um, if I can't afford to like contribute to some things, I usually just make a cake. Like I, I oh, actually- yeah. never turned up to my flat without something in hand, like a bottle of wine cheesecake yeah i i when like when i whenever i was going around Cato's flat um i would always buy a bottle of rosé because Cato drinks rosé and one time i couldn't afford it so i made a cheesecake instead and turned up with that i don't even like cheesecake i just made it because i knew they liked it is that quite a northern thing though because my mum and dad taught that to me they're both from liverpool and they said to me never turn up at a house empty-handed like even if you're just taking like a bar of chocolate yeah, because um, I never had not, it. Like yeah. none of my friends did it for me, and I don't get it now. But I do it wherever I go. Yeah, let's be honest. The southern, yeah. the southern thing is we take alcohol to someone's house for us to drink. Literally, like, like I brought my own. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we we do that as well, but we yeah. just <laughs> we just bring more. Yeah. If you're not bringing your own alcohol, depending on the group of people, <laughs> then like bring a gift. But if you're bringing your own alcohol, you might be able to get away with not bringing yeah. it. Um, but then I'm me, so I pretty much always bring cookies. All this the... food talk's making me so yeah. hungry and I haven't had anything <laughs> I've just, yet. I've just um, eaten a crumble and I'm still hungry now. We had, like what I was saying before, though, when it comes to like always content brain, um, I have like several anxieties about meeting up with people because as most of you who see me around now know, I don't show my face. Or my real name. Like, um, Kato has known me right. before, so Your Kato Your face knows... is a chair. Okay, your fine. real name is The. Your yeah. name is Bandit. And your last name is King. Okay. I'm still yeah. of the belief you're a six foot two black Chinese man. So, like... Uh... Uh, <laughs> all of them. So, okay, fine. But um, I have met up with two creators I have made friends with through Twitch. I met up with Artek. And I met up with MZ, and I've had I've been extremely nervous about meeting up with people because obviously people want to create content and people do take selfies with each other, and I'm not that type of person. Mm-hmm. That's how the entire chair mythology became a thing, because whenever I was out with uh, Tragic and Jinx, or when as well, especially well when I went out with MZ, whenever we did the selfie thing, it was them with an empty chair, just saying it was me and me taking the photo. And that's how the entire mythology built up about me just being a chair. But I know fine well that there is a high chance if I ever go to big creator meetups with so like with the group, I'm going to be in the back of someone's shot and people are going to ask who I am. Yeah. I think the good and... thing that we've got with our group, though, uh, uh, me and Emmy, is like we've gone to so many events where big group things have happened, but like 
it's never been pinpointed who's who. Like, to be fair, thank God. So I'm going to tell you this now, because I don't think I've said this on stream before. The first meeting we ever went to that I was there, um, all of the pictures and, and videos ended up online. And I went to school the next day because I took, I took three days off work to go to this. Being a teacher, I lied and said I was ill. I turned up, and turns out my teacher was like, oh, all of your friends went to a meetup because it's on Janet Devlin's TikTok. And I was in half the videos, and they didn't realise. <laughs> I no genuinely, I got, I got away with it. Yeah, no, no, they, they knew I pulled a sickie. Um, well, they, they thought I was legitimately ill, but genuinely, I was in the videos, and they didn't realise. But that that yeah, that could have gone really, really badly for me because like I was still getting tagged in stuff. Like Sammy tagged Sammy tagged me in a video, then untagged me and then re-tagged me on the weekend, even though the post had been put up on like the Thursdays. It was so oh obvious. Like, <laughs> she never pulled a sickie in her life. Does she not know the tag? Sammy didn't need to pull a sickie. She was a blooming drug addicted prostitute. She was the sickie. Right. <laughs> <laughs>I have, uh, before, I do have a League of Legends quiz for you guys now. Uh, so sorry, Kato. Um, and it's going to be an interesting oh, one. It won't hurt my feelings Because it, it's based on whose alt is it. Before we get there, I would, uh, if you guys could give any advice to anyone that's going into content creation, it could be the best way to kickstart it could be like from a mental health approach what would it be start with don't comment section oh. we both went to talk at the same time so <laughs> i went with the one that looks like they were going to talk first and then kato's just my phone <laughs> they're very good at that all right so we'll start with kato then the comment section is going to be full of people who would never say that shit to your face they will also never get your name right. That's good. That's good advice. Emmy? I would say don't ever feel pressured to do anything out of your own comfort zone just to please people on the internet. That goes for all sorts of creation um, in terms of, like, if you're doing cosplay work on Instagram, if someone's like, oh, you should do this cosplay and it's like you know you're not comfortable because of your body type or whatever like that don't fucking worry about it just because they're supporting you by following you giving you likes everything else don't worry about it if you're doing slightly more risque work like i'm looking into going to do patreon soon i'm not just because people are giving me money i'm not going to do anything that isn't past my own boundaries and i think coming from someone with autism but also looking out for creators that could be vulnerable and wanting to people please don't do any people pleasing that's going to potentially you know you're going to look you're going to post it and then go oh i regret that like never you don't owe anyone anything even if they're supporting you you can they they have to support you for who you are they can't be asking for anything else above that that's going to put you out your comfort zone so never put yourself somewhere uncomfortable and it as brutal as this is going to sound be prepared to talk to an empty room because that's what everyone's start is. Like, if you've got experience with 
working on phones or working in radio or working in anything where you have to talk to yourself and pretend you're talking to people that is the best help you can you can, that's the best advice you can have and the best start you can have but be prepared for it to be an empty room and it especially now it's an uphill battle but every community member who joins is normally going to stick around especially in the early days mm. just be prepared for the empty room at first because <laughs> every, everyone starts like that um from me i genuinely say start with something you're comfortable with and that you actually enjoy uh don't try and don't go too fast into things that you think will get views because you will put yourself in a box that box doesn't exist it exists in your head it's not there people are there to watch you doesn't matter what you're playing ignore it yes if you were to if you ever feel like you need to make a dramatic shift in content do it yes you might feel like you're hitting a server restart look at me i've done it four times it's fine (laughs) just do whatever you feel you enjoy the most because if as soon as you stop doing things you enjoy everything starts to feel worse yeah smart wisdom that now here have a reset like six times and yes my numbers have suffered however by doing that server reset so many times i have met so many fucking awesome people and have so many really cool friends that like i wouldn't have if i didn't jump into doing different content yeah um, i wouldn't be friends with balo if i didn't jump into doing DD content and then subsequently jump out of it and go i really want to do it but people are mean but it's also like look at me like my worst viewership at the moment is dnd but it's the only is the only content i've not reset so i'm like actually for me this is the content i want to keep going i'm not doing it for views because it is it is the lowest viewership of any of my content now but i don't care um i started on twitch playing legends of runeterra um and i made good with quite a lot of people there and then I just hardline began to hate the community. And so I made a, a straight switch to D&D. And now I wouldn't have met Barlow if it wasn't for D&D. I wouldn't have met anyone if <laughs> I speak to on the daily if it wasn't for D&D. So the, the big brand shift for me to do from playing card games wholly to doing spooky D&D shit is, was so beneficial to me. And rebrands aren't a bad thing. I'd also say, and this is coming from a still a very big noob when it comes to cosplay, if that's your content, don't worry about going straight in with the most expensive and the best looking cosplays. Like, let's be honest, there regardless of how great your cosplay is, there's photographers that are gonna make it look so much better anyway. Literally. <laughs> like, also photographers that are gonna make it look shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And to be fair, <laughs> and that like and this is for going to con- like conventions as a whole. Like, if you're genuinely only going for photography, yes, MCM has all the pho- photographers that you'll ever need. It's also so much cheaper if you go anywhere else. So, like, it. I think for cosplayers, and this is something that I've noticed, so many people have gone straight headfirst into. I and I could personally say this myself. I've broke my bank account twice just by trying to find cosplays that I think would look amazing. 
but then they were so expensive that I regretted it afterwards. Yes, they look good. I was proud of them. But like, I don't know. I think look after your money. And I guess for all creators, because yeah. you don't earn as much as you think. Like this setup, I'm never paying it off. Like <laughs> That's the thing. It's not creation, content creation for, especially for the, for most people is not a guaranteed income because much like everything else, things go in swathes and trends. And unless you build up a following very, very early on, you are slightly buckling the trends a lot of the time. You are going to be going with the tide or against it. Because mm. just remember, Among Us was the biggest game in the world for about six months and now no fucker plays it. And not just that, <laughs> it was the biggest game in the world three years after it came out. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, and also when it comes to Twitch, Twitch prefers you to have a slow growth. If you become big fast and you will get rejected for partner first two times because it, it likes a slow growth. Um, and... Hell, the big creators, they stream to zero people at 1.2. Unless they were big on other things first. True, very true. Right. They had zero views at one point, though. Yeah, everyone did. Um, I mean, Emmy will probably be bigger than me on TikTok eventually. Um, you think? Yeah. You've got more... You've got, in my opinion, you've got a more consistent um, style of video than I do. So my issue is because most of mine now is kind of just chatting shit and winging it. My growth is not fast. It will never be fast. and It probably won't grow that much. Whereas with your cosplay content, I feel like you will genuinely, once you get like one or two videos in a row that genuinely hit that level, um, then it will it will just come from there. Yeah, it's uh, it always just feels a bit uphill when I think I, I compare myself way too much to everyone else in the group. I think, well, I think this is the issue. Like, let's be honest, when it comes to the group, we are like the smaller ones um in a like in a world of bigger ones um but like put it this way like we may be the small ones but still bit i'm still bigger than kai on twitch so so there's like (laughs) i just like i am the smallest here and i will happily have that position because i get to hold everyone else up that's that's Aww. my job. Right. That's actually a really sweet way of looking at it. So if I if I don't laugh, I cry, and I'm very good at both of those. <laughs> so we now have, and I'm not going to do all of them because there are a lot of champions. But I have a list of every champion's ultimate ability, and I'm going to name the ultimate ability, and I want you to tell me which champion it is that does it. Okay. Who is it first come first serve? I'm going to go through, and I feel, uh, I'm going to shout out names first, um, because I don't want to base it down on ping, uh, <laughs> because we all know that Emmy might have the advantage there, because northern ping sucks. Currently sat at uh, 11 MS. Okay, yeah, that's better than mine, considerably. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we will start with the guests, and then Bandit will go last. Um so, start with Emmy. Whose ultimate ability is Ragnarok? I want to say Aatrox. No, um, Kane. Incorrect. Oh <gasps> shit! Okay, Tattling I was so confident. 
Uh, I'm gonna need a little button that just says pass. All right, bandit. Continue uh, Olaf. Olaf, correct. What? Cato. Mm. Unleashed power. Pass. Bandit. Syndra, I think. Correct. <laughs> All right, bandit. Slightly harder one. Curse of the sad mummy. <laughs> That's a moo moo. <laughs> it's really easy though. <laughs> Emmy Highlander That's really stumped me okay, I'll give you three to choose from Galio, Lee Sin or Master Yi Can I go Lee Sin? Incorrect If it's Master Yi I'm DCing <laughs> Kato, is it Galio or Master Yi? I'm going to go Galio. Just making me feel a little bit better if I'm wrong. Incorrect. <laughs> Shut yeah. the front door! Uh, I'm it, not going to give is. it to Bandit because there's only one answer left. No, I know. I, I actually knew it was All right. <laughs> I thought we'd have like some like weird mystical one, but it's actually or, just him running uh, it down mid. It's so called Highlander. Gal- Galio <laughs> is Hero's Entrance and Lee Sin is Dragon's Rage. Dragon Dragon's Rage. If you put a gun to my head and was like, is Dragon's Rage Master Yi's or Lee's? I'd have said Master Yi. Yeah, but Lee Sin's got that like thing that he does with his like dragon that wraps around people. Atto. Void Rush. Is it Rek'Sai, Set, or is it Nasus? 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 Susan. It's pronounced Nasus. Okay. It's 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 not pronunciation, but that's not my answer. I think it's Rexai. The final answer? Yeah. Correct. So Why the fuck do you do that? That is so mean. Um, it's like your final answer. Correct. Nasus is soothing backwards, so just like the Bandit. Mm-hmm. Chrono break. Or chrono break. I'm assuming it's chrono break. Chrono is break, the, echo. Is it's that, echo. Okay. <laughs> Emmy. Uh, Mimic. Is that Zyra, Hecarim, or LeBlanc? I'm going to go LeBlanc. She's the only one that's really got that skill. I was going to be really pissed off if you got that wrong. (laughs) I was was going with... uh, Because Hecarim, I haven't really played... I don't even own Hecarim at the minute. Um, I'm only like 40 champs off owning all of them. I was like, oh, I haven't played Hecarim to know. But I'm like, I play LeBlanc. I've never really paid attention to her alt name. But yeah, she's the only one with mimic abilities other than Nico and Shaco. Okay. Bandit. It's Kato. Oh, yeah. Kato. Apologies. Which of these, th- which of these three champions has two... I'm not sure if their their name has got two names or if it's two ultimate abilities, but one of them has an ability called Behind Enemy Lines and Sky Strike. Is it Gangplank, Quinn, or Jin? Then I got Jin on Vibes Alone. Incorrect, Bandit. It's uh, it's Quinn. Is it? Is it? Two different alts, or are they just named? Is it the same alt so name twice? It's um, it's the same 
alt technically, but it's got two different names because it's two different fu functions to it. So behind enemy lines is when she is uh, being carried by Valor. Okay. The, the bird, so she can fly in Sky Strike, is when you reactivate it and it drops a load of arrows. Single-handedly the coolest ult in the game, I think, personally. Especially when you get it on Spellbook and you're a jungler. Oh, you've won the game. Okay. Bam. You don't... You don't... I'm sorry, go ahead. Mega Inferno Bomb. Uh, Ziggs. Yeah, as soon as I said it out loud, I went, actually, that's fucking easy. Um, <laughs> I'd have got that right. Alright, Emmy. Uh, Moonfall. Ilawi, Diana, or Kale? Diana. Correct. You're no longer last. Thank you. I needed that for my mental, man. Um... <laughs> Okay. Kato. Uh, Fate sealed. Yon, Leona, or Zillion? Yon? I feel like Yon. Correct. Bandit. Uh, unstoppable Onslaught. Scion... Elise or Janna? Uh, that's Scion. Though admittedly, I would not have got that if you didn't give me options. Yeah, I was struggling with that one. Emmy, you've struggled at most of these so far. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the ones where they sound distinctly generic are the really difficult ones. Uh, Literally. And you've given... You've given me so many hard ones. Emmy. Wish. Zara. Wish. Yeah. Soraka. Okay. Confident. Kato. Uh, Soul Shackles. Lilia, Morgana, or Maokai. Dan's going to kill me if I'm getting this wrong, but Morgana? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was cheering you on for that one silently. I was like, you'll get it, you'll get it. Bandit. Emperor's Divide. Is it? That, that's a Zia. <laughs> get one wrong. Uh, <laughs> Emmy. Uh, what one sounds cooler? That one sounds cooler. Uh, supreme display of talent. Is it Porky, Bard, or Kiana? I want to go Kiana because she's such a sassy bitch. Correct. <laughs> hey. To be fair, yeah. that one. To be fair, if it was names alone, but that like in D and D, a bard would be a supreme display of talent. So I'd have mm. got it wrong. Um. I'm going right. to give this to Kato, knowing that everyone else would definitely get this right. Um, Inferno Trigger. Samira, Zaya, or Varus? I'm going to assume Samira. Yeah, you're going to assume correctly. <laughs> you're going to assume correctly. Beyblade Mummy, Beyblade Mummy. <laughs> I'll have you know it's uh, gender bent Dante. All right. Thank you. Bandit, I'm not going to give you options. Portal jump. 
Uh, be Zoe, probably. Correct. <laughs> this is why I'm not giving you options. Uh, Emmy. Uh, hallucinate. Shaco, Riven, or Jace? Shaco. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, Jace has, uh, has two. It's, Jace has his, the, the yeah, he's got the transformation one, yeah. He's got hammer yeah. and a mercury cannon. I don't really play Riven enough to know her. What her uh, would be. Like Reforged, I think hers is called. Yeah. Okay, Kato. Wild Growth. Vex, Lulu, or Rengar? Rengar? Incorrect. Bandit. Uh, Lulu. Correct. Uh, Bandit. Gonna pick a random one on here. <laughs> uh, no, that's too fucking easy. Uh, Grand Starfall. Uh, Pantheon. Correct. Now, this is the last round. I've stopped taking bandits' numbers. <laughs> Emmy. Let's bounce. It Zin Zhao, Zach, or Viego? Wanna go Zach? Correct. I'd, I'd love it for it to be Viego's. That would be amazing. <laughs> I love Viego. Let us bounce! I, I, I love Viego so much. I love Viego. I so miss much. Viego in TFT. It's been so long. Um Kato, I'm gonna go for a really easy one for you. Actually, it's really not looking at the options. Um, Ace in the hole. Caitlin, Lucian, or Braum, as I call him. Braum. Is it Caitlin? It is Caitlin. I was sending the answer to you telepathically. I was like, come on, you got this. Want to see a hat trick? Ace in the hole. I don't pay attention to names of abilities, so I'm just going on what I know the ability is, and if it <laughs> that's that's honestly what I do. Like if if the if the well, Barlow says matches with some idea of theme, I will maybe find a way there. My this is how I play any shooter. Spray and pray. Twitch. And whoever gets this right gets a bonus five points. Uh, Bandit can't take part. Okay. You've already won. Even if they get the bonus five points, you're not allowed to take part because you'd win anyway. Uh, whose ability is the box? Oh, I haven't a clue. Um, blade leg mommy. Camille? No, Thresh. Bandit, can you confirm the answer? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Thresh. <laughs> Yay! So what in, delightful in, agony we shall in last. I get confused between the two, between Camille and Thresh, because they're so similar. In last place, Atta. To be fair, considerably better than I thought you'd do. Oh, yeah. I was expecting to have to pass on every single one of them, because I don't pay attention whatsoever. Emmy, just about second after I allowed five bonus points. 
I appreciate the extra five points. And Thank then you. Bandit, who didn't get a single one wrong. I have played the game for nearly, well, coming up 13 years. I so. really want to do a, like a speed round to see how many Bandit can get if I'm just like dropping them off. <laughs> I would happily watch this. Actually, yeah, we're right trying now. this. Right, Bandit, you ready? Okay, right. fine. 60 seconds on the clock. Can one of you. Uh, if I, when I say correct, can one of you number how many he's got? I'm on it. Right. Bandit, let me know when you are ready. Uh, okay. Right, sure. Okay. Okay. Blade of the Exile. Riven. Uh, Tidal Wave. Nami. Both correct so far. Uh, Dragon's Descent. Dragon's Descent, uh, Shivana. Correct. Um... Summon Tibbers. Annie. Correct. Uh, Pyroclasm. Brand. Correct. Hedgefine Gaze. Cassiopeia. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Feast. Chogath. Correct. Uh, Crescent Guard. What was that? Crescent Guard? Crescent Shindra. Guard. Shindra. Uh, the Equalizer. Uh, oh shit, I actually... Uh, Rumble. Correct. Uh, Realm Warp. Realm Warp. Uh, Kassadin. Incorrect. Rise. Oh, uh, uh, unstoppable Force. Uh, Malphite. Correct. Soaring Slam. So- what, soaring Slam? Yes. No idea. Okay, uh, Ramus. And then final one, uh, Absolute Zero. Uh, Nunu and Willump. Eleven. Fair play. As as push talk. I think that was only two that was wrong. One that you got wrong, and one that you were like, mm, "Pass." Yeah, I, I, I was pretty sure that um, Ramus had a different name for his. I thought his was Tremors. If somebody said to me "Soaring Slam," I'd say Set. Well, Set is um, oh fuck, what's Set's called? Set is like it's got a proper wrestling move name. Showstopper. It was just like something like Showstopper, yeah. Yeah. I was about to say the RKO because that's basically uh, yeah. what it is. Yeah, his is. RKO to nowhere. His is the showstopper. Yeah. Ooh, I'm quite happy I remember that one. Is it just me that thinks Balor could be the new host on the chairs? Oh, yeah. I need to get answers. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to host a quiz show. That would be amazing. <laughs> I said this ages ago. Like, when we did the. When we did the one shot to test Gil's subclass, <laughs> that's because that's all we did the one shot for. Um. Doing a on like a Twitch uh, quiz show would be so much fun. Yeah. Um. Right. We are going to end it there. I would just like to say thank you for our guests this week, uh, Emmy. Thank you so much for joining, and thank you for being cosplay as well. No one. Thank you so much for having me. No one will ever know what your real hair looks like. No. Dead. Uh, probably, prob- yeah. To be fair, probably is. Uh, Kato, thank you for existing as always. Thanks. And uh, Bandit, cheers for using me for clout, as you know. You do most weeks. Thank you for using me to do your editing work. Anytime. <laughs> thank you for boosting my clout. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> hey, if this if this podcast does kick off, the best thing is. If I get rejected for creator passes, 
press passes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get press passes. That's, e. the, that's, that's the big perk. We us three get press passes. Um, I'm torn between who I can raid out to because I could I could raid Kanda because my character robbed his deputy the other day. Um, actually, I'm going to raid Ginny because most of my community haven't met her yet. Um, and I spent most of Insomnia with Ginny. She's absolutely incredible. She's also frustrating as fuck. Um, <laughs> exclamation mark raid. There we go. Charles has been let loose. Drop it in when we get over there. Thank you so much for joining, guys. You guys have always been absolute legends. And as I say every week... Hi. I'm trying to think of something that I could say is motivational, but I, I really can't. GG um, easy. Get meted. GG no riri. <laughs> GG no riri. Uh, eat cheese. Unless you're lactose intolerant. No, yeah. I've already raided. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, I, had pe- I actually had vegan pizza. Like, vegan cheese. I had meat on it. I balanced it out. We are literally the same. I, I can't stress how much we are literally from the same, like, gene pool or something, Hato. I'm exactly the same. Literally. Same human, different accent. <laughs> We're like, different.